It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Decimated. Never seen anything like it. Once I started hearing the winds pick up, my ears popped. Uh, something came and hit my glass, exploded my windows in my house. I, it happened so fast. As soon as I think I've seen something really crazy, I see something crazier. Northern Palm Beach County residents, mostly wow. Palm Beach Gardens area by the water, uh, you know, describing what they are still going through, really, because cleanup began. And like I said before, Jen, I thought it was impressive how quickly cleanup, that's going to take a long time. Yeah, And to think that this tornado, as an EF2, by the way, would be the equivalent of a Category 4 hurricane. Granted, it's, it's, it's small bursts. It wasn't very large. It was 320 yards wide. So that's what, 604, how many feet in the three, nine, like a thousand feet wide. Yeah, close enough, right? It was on the ground for just over two and a half miles. So, and it was only on the ground for like 12 minutes from 510 to, 5, to 521 on Saturday night. This thing wasn't on the ground very long. And look at the damage it did. So to put things in perspective, when you hear about these horrific tornadoes in Oklahoma and, and parts like that, you realize how much damage a tornado can do. Seriously. Imagine it's this buzzsaw did this kind of damage. Right. Multiply by that by, you know, 100 and, times wide. And it was an EF2. Those are usually EF5s. Wow. So I, you can only imagine. That's why you hear it coming from so far away. Everyone says the same thing, though. Sounds like a freight train. Yep. Same thing. And then that pressure, like the guy was talking about, my ears popped. Wonder what happens with animals. They must know it's coming long before you do. Well, it's kind of like with, even with hurricanes, because they say because of the pressure, they right. start acting weird and... Because one of my yeah. dogs, half hour before a storm hits, is like hiding in the can't, yeah. can't get far enough into the closet. And if she's ripping down clothes, I'm like, okay, there's a storm coming, mellow. Do cows do that too? Nah. They just try to get no. somewhere? No. no. Usually, unfortunately, what some of them will do is go stand by a tree. Worst thing in the world to do, they get electrocuted. Yeah. If they get hit, struck by lightning. My horse, I always know a storm's coming, he puts his butt to the wind. I always know which way the wind's coming from. Just from the, he stands, he doesn't go in the barn. Stands right out in the middle of the corral, looking at me. I'm like, okay. He's trying to tell you something. It's like, okay, you go inside. You know, that was updated. You may be hearing that for the first time. You'd heard that it was a an uh, EF1 updated uh, updated overnight to an EF2. Wow, that's peak winds at 130. Jeez, isn't that scary? It was the same one that hit uh, Kings Point in Western Delray when Hurricane Ian. They upgraded that one too to a, 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 a EF2. Boy. That had 125 mile an hour winds. This one had 130, 35 mile an hour winds. That's, That's crazy. But it's it's concentrated. You know, it's not like it's spread out over a long period of time, and it's very quick. But just to see the damage that this thing caused, it's unbelievable. Like, holy cow! Well, this uh, happened overnight too. It happened over the weekend. It was getting bad, and federal regulators had given a deadline uh, for First Republic Bank to find a buyer. It looks like J.P. Morgan Chase has taken over First Republic Bank. If you got them. Here's another one. So this comes out to third bank in two months to fail. Jeez, three and two. Hey, well, it, it, it's isn't it isn't it scary? They're all California based. Oh yeah. Said one of them was one of them was East Coast, but two of them are California based. It's like okay, uh, what's California doing that nobody else is doing? Right. Bad investments is what they're doing, and it makes you wonder. Jeez, it's like stop. But Chase banks everywhere. How much sure bigger are. are they going to get? I don't know. It's massive. What, what are we going to wind up with, like two banks? Yeah, it's One? probably. You and know. it hopefully isn't run by the government? Well, I, you know, I just think uh, some, a friend of mine used to work for Bank of America. 
And they say they, I can, this was years ago. He goes, it's not called Bank of America for nothing. Seriously, remember they took over uh, remember, everybody. They took over Barnett Bank. Remember oh, they Barnett were all over the place Bank, down here. That's right. Wow. But that was a different kind of situation. Those were like cons- that was like consolidation, a little bit of deregulation. Okay, right. okay, a lot of it. But these are failures. Yeah, and somebody's coming. But why is it that they don't get the debt? They only get the assets. That's what I want to know. Who's eating the Who's eating all the debt on these banks? You. Oh, great. Eventually. Okay, that's wonderful. Thank you so very much. Isn't it? I would assume as such. Man. Yeah, that's where that federal FDIC, it's federally insured. I just don't know how many they can bail out. When does that stop? It's never, I would assume. Yeah. If not, you have have problems and you go into another depression. We'll put another hat in the ring, this time from the Republican side of things, for President. Senator Tim Scott finally announced this weekend he's from South Carolina. It's time... For us to be proud, to be Americans and proud of our president. We're going to wind up wow. with like another 16, 17 candidates on that side, aren't we? Well, we, how many we have so far? Uh, H- Asa Hutchinson was another one that just recently announced, right? And Trump, then you get Trump. Hutchinson, Tim Scott, Tim Vivek. Scott. And then the, the woman, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. That's, that's four. You can, count, you can count DeSantis. Go ahead. I still don't think he's going to run, but that's okay. Everyone says he's going to announce like next week. We'll see. So that well, you get up to five already, and it's it's only what May. Yeah. Oh, oh it's May first. I know. Mayday. Oh. Mayday. Mayday. <laughs> Never understood that. But speaking of presidents, the guy that was just recently in the White House, he's in Mar-a-Lago now. Jen met him on Friday. Uh, you know, and it, so it, the interview will be happening when, Diener? This was lined up, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, let me tell you, Secret Service guys come out of nowhere. That's all I'll say. Uh, Trump, regardless of what you think of Donald Trump as a person, as an individual, as a former president, the man is so into um, supporting law enforcement. Oh, very much. Yeah, that that's, this, that's I, the truth. This, I think, was our 20th year that uh, we've it's 35 years since we've done the tournament. But 20, uh, 20th year, I do believe he gives us his entire country club and this being the Law Enforcement Assistance Foundation. It's, it's an organization I sit on the board for. Uh, he's given, he gives us the Trump International in West Palm Beach, the entire staff, the, the kitchen staff, the golf staff, all the caddies for free. And it's donated to the police for this particular, it's our biggest fundraiser of the year. And we sell out the foursomes almost instantly because it's Trump International. Well, I got there on Friday and there were like cars everywhere and people blocking things. I'm like, what the heck's going on? They're like, the president's out on the golf course. I was like, oh, he's here. So at, at, he, he started like a half hour before our tournament started. And then the Secret Service guys, you know, they show up and they were like, oh, he's in the locker room. He's going to go have lunch. And the guy, one of the guys was really nice. And he said, he looked at me and he said, when you see the car move up to the front, that means the president will be coming through the lobby. Okay. So we were like, okay. So he got, the guy came out and the car moved and everybody came out that was, you know, volunteers and stuff. And the president came out, he stopped, he was gracious, he shook everybody's hand, he took pictures, he talked. He was just like a regular guy. How did he look? Just be honest. He looked heavier. Okay. He looked a little bit older. Energy level. Fine. He just got done playing golf. It was like 900 degrees outside. I'm thinking, how how do you play golf in this weather? But he, he looked great, you know, he, but the thing is, he was just he's just like a regular guy. That's what they've always said. He's if there's nice. one takeaway that I think the whole country should learn by now about this guy, he's a billionaire, 
they can relate to normal people. You know, we had this poster, and I don't even know where it came from, this picture. It was him when he was president with the Secret Service guys behind him all carrying an AR-15. And somebody superimposed an AR-15 in his hand. <laughs> or it was – and, and he saw it and he went – Somebody from your group? Uh, no, I don't know where this oh. painting came from. And he saw it. It had the presidential seal. It was signed by him. <laughs> and he went, I want that. So he, and he said, whoever bids on it, outbid him. And he's looking at his guy going, make sure you get that picture for me. Is he going to take it into the master bedroom? <laughs> Mar a Lago is like, probably. Melania, Mel, look what I got. Look, look. look at me. Don't I look great? We're going to so, hang it above the bed. He ended up making a very nice contribution <laughs> to Leaf, and he got the he got the picture. That's awesome. So, so it probably is hanging in Mar a Lago in his bedroom right now. But he was he was gracious. He was very nice. That's really cool, though. Cool guy. All right, update on the uh, the storm damage, the tornado in Palm Beach County. Wow, that was that was really something and scary too. You know what? But something else really good happened across town almost at the same time. It was a fundraiser that made, raised a lot of money, but the big star. And I thought it was going to be affected. wasn't affected at all. No. Pretty and wild. It was, it was just isolated to that one area, Isn't I guess. Amazing? Yeah, that's cool. Good and bad. we got some more music news, too. They wrapped up the uh, fan vote for the Rock Hall. And more coming up next, the self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Staying dry. That's good news. Could be a little bit warmer, but dry is good news, especially for those people in northern Palm Beach County who dealt with that, what's being called now an EF2 uh, yeah, which would be the equivalent of a Category 4 hurricane winds. Tornadoes Jeez. touching down. Crazy, though. I, uh, you know, other parts of this county, it's like when that was happening, I start getting news alerts about what's going on. My, my area, you know, like West Pointon, you wouldn't even know. Really? Wouldn't Nothing? have even known anything's going on in the same county. It got it's crazy. It got windy, but this was Saturday night. It was worse at our place yesterday morning in, in northern, in, in Martin County. We had alert starting at like 4 o'clock in the morning, tornado warning. And the wind, like the trees were sideways, but it wasn't anything like what happened at Palm Beach Gardens in North Palm Beach. And that was, I mean, to put things in perspective, you know, you think of these massive tornadoes that you always hear of in the, in, that are, you know, five miles wide and they're on the ground for an hour and a half. This thing was 320 yards wide and it was on the ground for like 10 minutes. Oof. And look at the damage it did. I keep going back to this. It's I can't crazy. prepare for that. No. no. So it's like, holy cow. These poor people, you know, and, and it, there was one good thing that came out, a, a few good things. Number one, no one was killed. That's probably the best information you could get. Absolutely. But the, how people came together, and that one woman said it so succinctly. Yeah, she's exactly right. You know, even last night, like, the community was really good about walking around. What do you need? What do you need? Is everybody okay? So it's, it's kind of the typical Florida aftermath of a storm. You meet your neighbors, everyone groups together. It is. I mean, it's That's good. Very There's nice. two sides to that. It's good and bad. Sometimes it takes something like that to you for you to even meet your neighbor. That's been the case with me in my neighborhood. But uh, the bottom line is they come together and help out for the most part. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, what do you say to somebody whose car is like underneath three other cars that just got tossed like little rag dolls? Or the boat that ended up in that guy's yard. Was it his boat that ended up in his yard? I don't know. That it's, seems to be the, the main national picture, though. Because, like, and I keep thinking about this, like we said before. You know, that's not like rising tide getting a boat, you know, easily lifting it onto shore. It's sucked up out of the water right. into the sky and thrown onto onto grass. <laughs> wow. That's just nuts. It's it's kind of crazy. I was like, I, it's I, it's funny. It, it, they said if it, a tornado is approaching, what you're supposed to do is, it's like a hurricane. You go to the interior most part of your house where there's no windows. Most people, it's a closet. Some people, it's a bathroom. Many people will hide in the tub. If you got little kids, you put the kid in the tub and you put a mattress on top of them. Oh. You know, or and or you'll get in the tub and hold the mattress while you're in the tub with the kids. But right. 
if you can, you try to protect yourself. I don't know what you do, though. How do you explain that to the insurance company with the boat? I don't know. It was in the water. Now it's upside down on land. It was a tornado. You know, speaking of no place to hide, especially in neighborhoods like this, like that Sanctuary Cove neighborhood, doesn't look like, you know, it's really packed in. You know what I mean? It's an apartment complex situation. There's the water. Not a lot of places to even go. Well, yeah, where do you go? And it's funny because one of our listeners said if you're in a car, uh, the vehicle, and you see the tornado headed toward you, you're supposed to get out of the vehicle and get to the lowest possible place you can find Hmm. and lay flat and cover your head. Hmm. I'm thinking, okay, so you just lay down in the middle of the road where you sp- in a ditch on the side of the road. I would just hope I could remember that, you know. Yeah, you know, I, if you, if you, the sad part is, if you go by anything you saw in that stupid movie Twister, yeah, and them tying do themselves that. up, you would have been <laughs> torn to shreds. Whatever they did in that movie, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't hide under the bridge. Well, it, under the bridge may have been good because they were in a ditch. You know, and maybe that was the only reason they, they survived. But you're not supposed to do stuff like that. Just best possible option, I guess. But who knows that? Yeah. Who, what's, who's ever had to deal with tornadoes around here? Uh, weather affected uh, the flights as well, for sure. Uh, in and out of PBIA at Fort Lauderdale International Airport. This is the latest update as of Sunday night. There's nothing really current for this morning. But uh, at PBIA, departures on Sunday were delayed an average of 78 minutes. Uh, some cancellations, too. That includes my my wife and daughter. Their flight was canceled coming back home from New York on Sunday. Well, the weather was bad up there because the weather was bad here. I think it was both, but mainly here. I just they didn't want a lot of flights coming in until all possible conditions were out of the way. Well, they said all up and down the East Coast because Virginia Beach had tornadoes too. Yeah, They had a big one. So it makes me wonder if the whole eastern seaboard was affected by bad weather. Could have been. I, I don't know, but it's... It's it's scary. What happens if if there's tornado warnings in your plane? They 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 fly away, right? They turn around and go the I'm other. I'm gonna way. hope so. Okay. I'm well, gonna I, hope I like, hey, that we, looks bad over there. Take a left. All I know is we we have on our our blog somebody putting tape on the wing of a plane, and the, oh, that's the fix it. <laughs> it's like flex seal. I'm would like, you rather they <laughs> didn't put the tape on? I would rather they fix the plane <laughs> the right way. Put tape on it. It's craziness. Who does that? Spirit. No, not me. I, that's the reason I'll never fly that airline. I, we were talking about how bad it was in, in North Palm Beach. The the irony is in western West Palm, right up the street from our radio station at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, uh, on Saturday night, Gwen Stefani yeah. takes the stage for the Save Our Musicians Foundation, raised over $350,000 for the Dreyfus School of the Arts. Uh, it was, from what I could guess, friends of mine went. They said it was phenomenal. That she was great. Yeah, I, from the video we saw from people we work with that get access to these kinds of things. They were like um, right in the front row. Too. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, no, it looked great though. That's awesome. <laughs> like, wow. Sorry, was that too passive aggressive? Yeah, that weather was a little bit passive okay. aggressive. Should but just that's be aggressive okay. or passive? Uh, neither, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, the uh, Dreyfus kids got to <laughs> sing with her and dance with her, so it's pretty cool for the kids and the kids that are um, artists. Their their work got displayed and, and auctioned off. That's nice. I and, hope the ballpark, by the way, does more events. It'd be nice, yeah. Concerts, they know they can pull it off. Well, yeah, well, it's now, empty the rest of the year. I, you would think, you know. I but you know, it takes manpower. And it's got somebody's gonna sell the ticket, somebody's gonna put it, you know, and then you gotta worry about the venue and getting it ready. Yeah, I mean I, I you know, I'm sure a lot goes look at Taylor Swift. A friend of mine is working on Taylor Swift. He's one of the roadies. He says she has hundred and seventy five tractor trailers. Oh my god. hundred and seventy five. That's a city for her show. So can you he said and he's an electrician and he said, We're in charge of the main screens. He said these screens are 
you know, they're a thousand feet high and two thousand feet wide. He said it's 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 just massive electronics. He said that's just my part. He said, so can you imagine all the other stuff that goes on at this show? It'll probably be the biggest tour of the year, but she'll gross nothing. Yeah, could it's be. all spent. <laughs> she made one dollar. It was all it was all spent on, on staging. <laughs> anyway, so congratulations to the School of the Arts, Dreyfus School of the hey, Arts. Good job. And, and Save Our Musicians Foundation now says they're going to do this for other schools. So Absolutely. It's pretty cool. That's a great idea. That's it's a awesome. wonderful idea. All right, let's check out uh, Rapid Fire for the first time this week. Coming up next, a couple of minutes away, just past the bottom of the hour. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right. A lot happened over the weekend locally and across the country. We're kind of trying to cover a piece of it right now. Oh, if you've ever thought you've had a bad date, this will make you feel better. When I saw this story, I went, oh, I feel better already. You it's know, a with, horrific story, with but I your, feel better. All your farmersonly.com. Oh, oh my God, please don't even go, go there. <laughs> a Texas man, 29-year-old guy, just okay. call him Eric, okay, all right, Eric. meets a girl on TikTok, says, okay, let's meet downtown. They're somewhere outside El Paso. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they go to a little place called, it's called Edo, East Downtown is what they call the area. Sounds like a bad start to a country song. Now, Doesn't it? it could yeah. be. Or a Hallmark movie. Okay. So Eric decides to meet his date. They, they drive in separate cars and they park and they go to a place called, I think it's like the Hungry Goat. I forget. The Rodeo Goat. Okay? Fair enough. So they walk in and as they sit down for their date, they're having pleasantries. The the He's complaining that the guy outside scammed him out of 40 bucks, 20 bucks for each car to park. And the waiter goes, you do know he really scammed you. We don't charge to park. Oh, no. So Eric looks at the girl and he goes, I'll be right back. Oh, boy. Leaves, goes outside, comes back like 10 minutes later. Sits down, they're having their hamburgers and their beans and corn. And all of a sudden he says, you know, what? let's go out for drinks. I've had enough of this place. They get up, they go out and party all night. Next morning, the girl's watching TV, and there's a police report. We're in search of this man. When he left the restaurant, he went to his car, got a gun, found the guy that scammed him out of the 40 bucks, shot the guy, put the gun back in his car, and went back to his date. And went for drinks. And the girl had no idea. So she shows up at the police station going, oh, my God, I was with this guy all night. They arrested him. Gosh. Because he got ticked off. He got scammed out of 40 bucks. Well, he was... He was smooth about it. Yeah, how do you like that? The wow. girl said she had no idea. None whatsoever. I'm that thinking, wow, nuts. that's kind of scary, huh? Yeah, there's a certain level of psychopath right, right there. I mean, when yeah, you could just, just go back to dinner that and is. Eat, Then you, you could, know? like, immediately calm down right. so that she wouldn't even pick up on anything. Like, he probably didn't break a sweat. Yeah. Remember remember the thing about the hitman? Like, he, he applied for the job to be a hitman? That's the right. The same kind of guy, probably. Wow. Oh. Scary. Well, this is scary, too. We'll lighten it up as we go, but uh, just to update you on the again, in Texas, this scary situation, more than 250 law enforcement officials are now involved in the search for a guy accused of killing five of his neighbors in a rampage in Texas on Friday. Had been shooting off his backyard. The neighbor was at a party and said, hey, can you stop? That set the guy off, and he went in and started killing people. And just killed the whole family. And this guy is just on the lam. It happened in Cleveland, Texas, about 45 miles north of Houston. They haven't caught him yet. The, the thing is, they don't know where he is. No. they had the, the FBI, head of the FBI yesterday said, we have no idea where this man is. And I'm thinking, please tell me that's just because you know where he is. I hope so. And you're, you're throwing out, you know, fake flags over right. here. Because they did say, you're right, because they did say two things. Zero leads, which how yeah. could that be? I know. And the second thing was they did confirm he was in the country illegally. 
Right. Thank you, Joe Biden. Yeah, well, here it's, we go. There's some type of, I don't know if it's if it's mental health related, if people just don't care or like respect the life anymore whatsoever, but it's just scary. Isn't people go to the gun so quickly. Now, like yeah. this guy you were talking about, Jen, 40 bucks, that's... That's grounds to go shoot and kill somebody? Yeah, you scam me. I'm coming Jeez. after you. It's I funny you say that, though, Diener. I was thinking about this over the weekend. It's just it's something happened during the lockdowns that broke people. First yeah, of all, yeah. they closed all the asylums. That's the that's your first problem. Mm. You know, you start you start putting people away that are mentally ill that that can can actually get some help. Right. And the second thing is, it's just I think it just it twisted people so bad. There's there's a palpable sense of anger out there. You can just see it. Yeah. You can feel it. You can feel it. Right? It's nuts. And so you don't want to like say something wrong to the wrong. You don't. You don't right. know. You know. Someone's gonna. That's why I'm nice to everybody. <laughs> except, yeah. Except us. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were just ahead of the curve on this. <laughs> Goodness. Well, this is pretty wild. I, I, I remember this actually happened a couple years ago in a different sporty event, and then they did it again yesterday. So the Miami Heat are playing the New York Knicks yesterday. Okay. Game one. Of the second round the, series. The, the, uh, they play with no heart. They're a bunch of losers, team. You, that's them. Okay. I did what I had to do, Jen. They heard me. You know, Jimmy yeah. Butler and Pat Riley are listeners of the show. They heard my speech a couple oh, well. weeks ago. Well, you better continue <laughs> that because you jinxed them last night no, with your no, post. No. They keep winning. So anyway, as I'm sitting there thoroughly enjoying the heat beat up on the Knicks, they got, they cut away from halftime to go to a commercial. You know, they always show a graphic of the city wherever they're playing, oh, you yeah. know, the skyline, things like that. Well, in this graphic that they showed, there's a Statue of Liberty, and right there in the background behind the Statue of Liberty are the Twin Towers. What? Oh, no, they did that again? They did it again. Who, who had the game? Who was this? Uh, ABC. Remember CBS, I think, CBS did CBS did that? Yes. I think it was during football season where, where they had wow. done that. Who are these people that are coming up with these stock photo you know, graphics that they use during games and not realizing... That the Twin Towers are in the background. Boy, I mean, unless wow. they're trying to do an historical shot, but it doesn't sound like this. that's what this was. No, they, they came out and that's apologized. That's amazing. Yeah. And, of course, you know, everybody catches it. It goes on social media. ABC has to come out and apologize. We're sorry. We didn't mean to use that footage. I, I mean, it's that probably, you know what it is. It's probably some young kid. Well... That wasn't even alive when it happened. Yeah. I've been hearing that about the networks. It's like you hear about cutbacks everywhere. I've heard some of these, I mean, major networks, like major productions have been cut down to like nothing. Good gosh. So they have the bottom of the barrel working in some of this stuff with yeah. no experience. You know, it would be like somebody here talking about, oh, the Space Shuttle Challenger. Wow. Hello. Are you, were, you not, were you born when it blew up? No. Also, I mean, the director has it. to catch that too because the, the director says, cue this up, cue that up, you know, have this ready. I mean, the director doesn't see in the control room that that's the that's the the footage that they're using? What are they doing? And think of how many New Yorkers are watching that game. Right, right. Wow. Oh, I mean, Americans, too. I'm just sure. saying. Wow. I mean, you got to watch out for again? Using. Right. It's twice scary. now. What? Twice in six months to use footage of Twin Towers in the background. I never thought we'd see dumb, that again. Dumb, dumb, it's dumb, It's like, dumb. just wipe them out of the file. Yeah, really? Wow. It's May, guys. May yes. 1st, to be exact. May Day. Okay, so uh, I am going to use my rapid-fire pieces over the next two as well. To highlight things that are happening in the month of May. Oh, wow. That we may not know about. It's a whole May Day rapid fire event today. May Day, going down to flames. May Day, May Day, May Day. (laughs) The biggest news is the coronation of King Charles. Yeah. It's happening this Saturday. He's been king since his mother passed away in September, but this will be the official crowning. The ceremony costs $125 million to the taxpayers 
of England, which they're all ticked off Ooh. about because they want the king to pay for it. Ouch. Uh, Harry will be there very briefly. He leaves immediately after his father is coronated. See you later on a plane back to Mrs. Harry. Wow, no after party for uh, nope. Prince Harry there? They don't, they, <laughs> apparently, I, I'll be lucky if he even sits with his brother because... Ooh. There is apparently a lot of hostility. So you can watch that in the morning, and then on Saturday afternoon, it's Kentucky Derby. Yeah, that's right. we got to pick our horse on Friday. No one has been talking about the Kentucky Derby. That's amazing. Remember all the lead-up that used to be heading into this thing? Just like snuck up on us. Kentucky Derby's this Saturday. We'll go through the horses. I'll let you pick one. I'm sure sure by Thursday we'll start to hear more about it, and Friday we'll be like, oh, Kentucky Derby's You might not because of the coronation. Oh, that's true. Plus you get the NHL and the NBA playoffs going on. It's a lot lot of stuff going on. Yeah, We'll be picking horses. Three-legged Annie and full-bladder Charlie coming up the rear. (laughs) Okay, those are two things, and then the next rapid fire we'll share more. You got more. This is, uh, here's some better news. If you're a rock and roll fan, Aerosmith has done a good job. I don't know who their PR team is, but they've done a good job leading up to this. I think uh, Joe Perry spilled the beans. It is a tour that they're about to announce at 10 o'clock. In fact, two hours, 17 minutes, and 58 seconds away. Oh, right after we end. But uh, <laughs> they don't know what kind. They're calling it. There's a bunch of billboards up around the country called Peace Out. And I saw a video from Aerosmith on social media that showed it's a lot of stuff from like 1970, which is the beginning of the band. So I don't know whether they're just, hmm. this is an historical, like a 50th anniversary, which would be 53, I get it. But, you know, <laughs> we had a pandemic and a couple of rehabs involved. Yeah, you know what happens. But I don't know what, but the rumor is because people see Peace Out, it's going to be a farewell tour. But aren't they all farewell tours now? Who cares? Wow. It seems that way. Look at Elton John. He's been farewelling for three years. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> keeps on getting longer and longer. Once there's money, they don't say goodbye. Kitchen, yeah, kitchen. Well, he actually he said it's ending soon because he wants to go spend time with his kids. So I don't know. Uh, it looks to be 10 o'clock. We're going to find out what that's all about. That'll be good. I wonder if it, I wonder if it's true what you said. Will it be stadiums? I could see. I can't imagine tour. Aerosmith doing small venues. Well, not really. small, but arenas. Right. Yeah, but still. I bet you they... Who else is... What what other rock band's going on tour? Who would they join? Uh, Metallica's going on a world tour, but that's like something totally... Maybe it's a world tour that Aerosmith is going to do. I don't know. I don't know. 40 (laughs) cities, that's all we know. We'll we'll find out. All we know is we're going to find out. All because Joe Perry was... (laughs) Spilled the beans. Oh, yeah, it's a tour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, you weren't supposed to talk about it. Oh, (laughs) never mind. They got to come down here, you would think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I'll finish off with this. I'm going to call an audible, audible bill because you gave me an idea when yes. I was scrumming, like searching for different stories, rapid fire. Is and it George panic. Michael you want to talk about? No. Oh, oh, come no. on. Oh. SpaceX. Yes. Yes. I have a gripe. What? <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going to end with a gripe. That SpaceX you, stinks. They stink. <laughs> okay, what are you ticked off about them for? I'm ticked off because it was a beautiful night last night. Yeah. It was early, 826. All the storms were passed as... Nice clear sky like it is this morning. Visibility as far as the eye can see. Yeah. Would have been perfect to see this thing. And no announcements. Nothing. No alerts. Nobody says anything about the SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket going off last night. And we missed it. It would have been perfect. All I had to do was just look at my backyard and I could have seen this thing take off yeah, in a beautiful liftoff. You could have. And I missed it because no one talks about it and I blame Elon. Why it's are, your fault, Elon. Why is it his fault? Why don't they fault. update? You're right that this is coming. It's I like know. I know it's on their side, but you got to seek out the information. Because right. all, kind, all kinds of listeners, I think Olivia, I've got a great shot of it, didn't she? I saw somebody post that online. Uh, yeah, and a friend of mine who lives up in Melbourne got a beautiful shot of it. Maybe I have yeah, to sign so. up for alerts or something. Well, I don't know. There's, they did. there's SpaceX launch on uh, Facebook. 
they'll let you know when it's going up. All right. All right. So become a friend of theirs. So very upset because if they it. allow you in, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, blame you I'm being a member. Upset. I'll yeah. tell them not to let you in. No. I'm <laughs> All right. I got more info from uh, tornadoes in Palm Beach County. That was just crazy. How's the cleanup going? What else has it affected? And why was Spirit Airlines duct taping a plane back together? Yeah. Please <laughs> let me know. That's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Decimated. Never seen anything like it. Once I started hearing the winds pick up, my ears popped. Uh, something came and hit my glass, exploded my windows in my house. I, it happened so fast. As soon as I think I've seen something really crazy, I see something crazier. Seems to be the uh, overwhelming quote from anybody in northern Palm Beach County. Palm Beach Gardens specifically saying that, that that suffered some damage. It just happened so fast. What could you have done? Uh, uh, a friend of the show, uh, he, he just sent us, uh, sorry, I was reading his email that he sent us, and he said, my friend's car is that little gray one that's buried underneath the dumpster. And he said she lost everything and she's staying at her son's house. <sighs> it's like, what do you do? It's just awful. You it know, really it's, is. It's like it, it happens in split second. This, this storm was only on the ground like 10 minutes. It wasn't like it was there forever. Buzzsaw. And, and, and that's what it was. And it, it just hops from place to place. You don't know, you know where it's going to go next. I think the two prevailing images, and Diener's putting up a collection of pretty much all of these uh, to get a, the, the scope of it. Number one is the, all the national networks seem to be showing that shot of the boat up, you know, picked up out of the water and just deposited on that property. Right. The other one is that video from, from the car perspective, which I think was from a reporter. But they were going north on US-1. You see cars getting blown like off to the side. One literally picked up and spun. I know. Right and, ahead and, of them. And thank goodness that person lived to tell about it. But can you imagine no. how horrifying that had to be? Nope. Can't. Oh, my goodness gracious. Really and, can't. You know, and, and I guess that's probably the best news of this storm is no one was killed, which is actually incredible if you look at the damage. They had a light pole go through somebody's apartment. Yeah, that was It got tossed through the apartment. You know, trees just t- totally destroying houses. It's like holy cow. So the good news is cleanup seems to be going seems to be going really well and and quickly too. By the time a lot of our, our news partner Channel Five got out there on the scene, you could hear chainsaws in the background. Not amazing. Yeah, so that was, I don't know whether that was a private company, whether that uh, Sanctuary Cove development has their own. I don't know, but they did a nice job on that. Yeah, and then the roads were open. They had uh, US One at PGA Boulevard. That whole area was shut down. That's where that car went airborne. Uh, well, they picked up debris, I guess, and they finally got things open. That that happened relatively quickly, too. But it's just, you know what it is? It's 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 horrifying because you can't plan for it. No, you can't. You know, and and do, do we even have, and, and this is stupid on my part, but we should know this. I should know this. Do we have tornado warning sirens anywhere in this county? Yeah, I think so. We do? I, I believe so. Were any of them sounded? Don't know. Because I can remember, Don't know about that one. I forgot what was it, Charlie? What was the tor- what was the hurricane that went through the center of the state? It went diagonally, came it was in Charlie. off the- yeah. Charlie. Remember, yeah. it hit Orlando, and they they had those warnings, but they were like we had like ten second warning. But I think they mainly they can they can um, kind of geo navigate the thing though, geo focus it towards you know get to everybody's electronics. Like remember two weeks ago when they woke everybody up early for the right. EAS test. They can get to everybody, so so, did, so they did can everybody... super locate it. I bet they would. I haven't heard if they did not, but I, I, I bet you they did get some you know, alerts. I was watching Channel Five, our partner, and and they had it pinpointed. This is where it is right now. Right, it's going here. But I mean, that's it, an amazing thing too, though. Before it happens, they know exactly where it's going to be. But the thing is, if you're not watching TV, 
you know, or yeah. what if you already lost power because the storm's already hitting you? You know, just because the tornado hasn't hit you yet, you're still getting 60 mile an hour winds, and, and maybe you're you're trying to find a place to hide. You're not watching TV. Yeah, uh, I was like, holy cow! It's it's really is it's it's very disturbing to me. It's very scary. Well, okay, that's on the ground, and you also won't be in the sky after this one. This is an older video, by the way. It's a couple of years old, but I don't know why it's making the rounds now. It just it hit the algorithm and it picked up. That's it. This is the video making the rounds of a Spirit Airlines employee. Using tape on a wing yeah. before the flight's about to take off. I think the TikToker, by the way, whose name is? Yes. At My Honey Smacks. <laughs> yeah. I can't get over that. That's fantastic. That's the best part. I think she works for she works for another airline. I guess it's South. I bet you it's Southwest. I she's she, filming this from the inside the plane, probably in cleanup duty because there's nobody else on her plane. And she's she's looking out the window going, and she basically says, I'll fly Southwest, but I'll never fly Spirit. Okay. You're on a plane, and you look out the window, and you see somebody putting duct tape on the wing. I would run off of that plane so damn fast, I would plow through people to get off of it. Well, clearly, you have not used enough duct tape. (laughs) Because what I learned was, if it can't be ducked, it can't be fixed. Was it Flex Seal? Oh, Flex Seal. Wouldn't that have been better? Especially if it was Phil from Flex Seal. And then he turns around, I can now turn this plane into a boat. <laughs> anyway, here's at my honey snacks in her commentary. It's just a reason why I don't fly with spirit. I don't care if it is aviation, airplane, tape, or nothing. The fact that you even have to take the plane together and then you're doing it while people are on the flight like we cannot see you. After a while, that's going to be the fresh new coat of tape. She makes a good point, by the way. Yeah. Why? We're focused on the tape. Why was the tape necessary? What happened? They say it's only used in non-functioning parts of the plane or non-operational parts of the plane. Then I'm thinking, then why is he putting tape over it if it doesn't really have anything to do with the function of the plane? For extra, you know. Okay, isn't the the fuel in the wings just out of curiosity? Yes. Okay, all right. Don't lose this thickness. You flying all around the world and you got tape holding it together? Would you okay. rather have no tape? Come on now. <laughs> I would rather the plane be fixed. <laughs> wow. Well. <clears throat> and then know. they have the nerve to say it's common practice to temporarily repair certain things on a plane and race cars. I'm like, okay, race cars, I can understand. They're on the ground. This thing's 30,000 feet in the air. She's right. What if the, the tape gives? Gets a little stretchy. Nah. You know, the, the cold gets to it that and then the happen. heat gets to it. This is to prevent the metal from doing that. Okay. Yeah, sure. You get on, You show me a plane with duct tape on it, and I will run the other way. I'm I think, sorry. I think Spirit should be congratulated for their quick, uh, <laughs> their quick thinking. <laughs> Give me the duct tape. We're using tape. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Wow. You wonder why I don't fly. All right, we got more from uh, tornado damage. What did it mean for the airports? Airlines were uh, canceling flights to in and out of South Florida yesterday it, as well because of the nasty weather. It also affected the Fort Lauderdale Air Show. Oh, that's that was happening that was, too. Yeah, it's, they they got delayed like a whole bunch. Totally I think it went on about that. That's right. We got another uh, another hat in the ring, another name in the ring for uh, running for president. And Jen had an encounter with the ex president over the weekend. Pretty cool. So when's he coming on? I tried. Okay, <laughs> I tried. All right, then more coming up I next. Did. The East South Florida Morning Show. Let's keep it here. 
It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I, it happened so fast. As soon as I think I've seen something really crazy, I see something crazier. Boy, Jennifer Correa's forecast. Plenty of sunshine and stand dry. That sounds good after what Northern Palm Beach County went through over the weekend. Uh, that was just nuts. And they did. Here's the update. They upgraded the tornado strength to an EF2. Yeah, they said it started as an EF1 at like 510, and then it was an EF2 shortly thereafter. It was on the ground for like 12 minutes, and it went 2.6 miles, and it was 320 yards wide. I don't know how they figure that out. They must use some kind of measuring device on radar, right, to do that. And they did that much damage. An EF2, by the way, is the uh, the equivalent of winds of a Category 4 hurricane. So Diener's putting together a pretty good wrap-up of all the uh, the storm damage. You can check that all out in one place in the Morning Show blog at 850WFTL.com and on the app. But just to update you this morning, so the roads are open around the area. That's good. Cleanup seems to be going well. They made a lot of progress yesterday. But flights in and out of PBIA and Fort Lauderdale were delayed. They're still trying to recoup from that. Actually, my, my wife and daughter were caught up in there trying to come home to PBIA their flight was canceled. Now, was it because of the weather in New York or because of the weather here? Bad in New York, but I don't think they wanted to mess around with conditions here. And also, you know, it wasn't only us. They said all up and down the eastern seaboard because Virginia Beach had horrific tornadoes, too. They did. And, You're and, right. The whole seacoast was. Yeah, yeah. So so maybe that's what it was. They were just The weather was just so bad everywhere they had to cancel flights. I didn't even realize, but the air show was in Fort Lauderdale this weekend. Totally it, forgot. It was supposed to start at like 9 o'clock yesterday. They didn't kick it off till like 1 or 2. Oof. I mean, they delayed it a whole bunch. I'm assuming they got everything in, but... I, a lot of, you know, th- that attracts hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, it does. So it's it's the weather played a part everywhere. Uh, yesterday in our parts of the woods where Dina and I live in the frozen tundra of the north, uh, we had tornado warnings starting at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Wind got really, it got really ugly. It was, the sky was the darkest I've ever seen in my life. Trees were sideways, things were flying all over, but we didn't get a tornado. No, I got you. You wouldn't even have known anything like that was going on in my neck of the woods. It was just nothing. Then yesterday, sunny and windy. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it was. It was. But then the wind died at like five, six o'clock last night. Yeah. It's like thank you. And now it's. They say it's going to be blue sky, sunshine for the next four or five days, which is great. They'll yeah. get to dry out and clean up in the northern part of the county. That's Poor people. crazy. Wow. Well, you can. Uh, Throw this hat in the ring. In fact, he already has running for president. Senator Tim Scott. Ah, no big surprise. Everybody knew it was coming. He finally announced over the weekend. It's time for us to be proud to be Americans and proud of our president. This makes... Well, he's right. Four officially? We're going to have another 17 on the Republican side running, aren't we? Wow, probably. I mean, if DeSantis throws his hat in the ring, who else is going to join him, though? Who else after DeSantis? I see. I still don't think DeSantis is going to announce. Did Chris Christie officially announce? I can't no, remember. He's I always, thinking about I always it. like discount him. I'm like, well, that's not going to happen. It's Chris Christie, and there's somebody else also thinking about it. Yeah. I forget who it was. Did Mike Pence? He's not doing it, right? Did he? Think did Pompeo, he decide? Pompeo said no. I think Mike Pence is going to. Okay, so you got Pence, you got Chris Christie, you got two more coming, and you're right. It's going to be at least twelve of them by the time they're done. Is another guy. Don't forget about Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy. So he was on. Uh, he was on Chuck Todd on NBC yesterday, and he schooled him. It was good. And he took issue with Democrats deciding not to debate. Yeah, he got mad. He said it's cheating the American public. I think he's right. If you want someone sitting across the table from Xi Jinping, if you want someone with the spine to take on the administrative state, you better darn well not be scared to show up on a debate stage. 
Boom. He's right. And then he went on to say, he said, when did it become bad to say I'm proud to be an American? Yeah, no kidding. When was it, to be, was it bad to say America is the number one, you know, uh, war power or how military power in the, in the world? When was that bad? Yeah. He said, you got to bring back all the stuff that used to be good. And he, he makes some very valid points. I like him a lot. I, I really do. do. I, I do, too. He's very bright. He's very bright. He's and, not, and he's not afraid to say it. This is another guy, though. In, in some ways, similar to Trump. He's putting everything on the line. He can only lose money by doing this. That's true. But he but, cares enough that he wants to see change. But the thing is, he's logic. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't like Trump because, oh, the words he uses is bad words. Oh, shut up with the bad words. Who really gives a crap? But that's besides. That's why a lot. I know a lot of my girlfriends don't like him because of his his pompous attitude. Yes. You like know? suburban women. Right. Voted for Biden because they didn't like the mean words. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? And look what you got. The guy shows up, he was at the, the White House Correspondents' Dinner, right. and he said, oh, this is like any other day. I come, I eat, I say a couple of words, and then I leave through the back door without doing any reporter's questions. I'm like, you're even making fun of it. This is the President of the United States willingly admitted to the entire press corps that he doesn't even talk to him. That's just, to me, like just thumbing your nose in the eye of the American people. It's they, they, like, God. They know that they're not honest. They have a, they have a media that's not honest and cover for them. And they brag about it. I know. It's just the worst. It was horrible. It was really was. I was like, okay, great. You just admitted that you don't talk to anybody. Speaking of the man from Mar-a-Lago, though, mm. Jen uh, <laughs> met him on Friday, had a very close encounter, and has him on the show coming up when? Uh, no, no, no. It's, uh, anyway, well, I guess it wasn't that close. It wasn't that close, but it was cool to meet him. He's, he's, you know what, regardless of what you think of Donald Trump, the man is extremely generous. For the past 20 years, he has donated his not only his country club, but his entire staff to our golf tournament for LEAF, the Law Enforcement Assistance Foundation. Yeah. Uh, he really does love cops. Because it's always there at Mar-a-Lago, right? Yeah, well, it was been at other places until he came forward and gave us the country club. And I think he's offered his other country club as well. But anyway, uh, and then he made a huge donation. Where they had a poster, and I don't know where this thing came from. It was Trump as president with the Secret Service behind him, all carrying AR-15s. And somebody superimposed an AR-15 in Trump's hands. And he came around the corner <laughs> and he went, I want that. I want to know who did that. <laughs> I, it was He signed it. It was, you know, his little seismographic signature was on it and the seal of the presidential office. I was like, it was official. At least it looked official. So he ended up buying that and made a nice contribution. But he was very gracious. He talked to everybody, said, you know, thanks for being here. Thanks for protecting us. I mean, it was he's just a regular guy. He buys the picture, has it framed, takes it to the uh, <laughs> the state master bedroom of uh, Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Melania, Mel, look what I got. It was gonna, ju- I got to hang this over the bed. Right? It, was Come just, on. it was just her birthday recently. I wonder if Melania. it was a belated birthday present. Look, look, how, look how good I look in this. That's right. Happy birthday. Mm. This is a picture of me. It was funny. Yeah, he played golf just before a tournament started. So he was on. I don't know who he played golf with, but Secret Service guys are great. Uh, they get you out of the way, though. They, there's no messing around. When he's ready to move, they move him, and you get out of the way, or they push you out of the way. But he was very gracious to everybody. He took pictures with all of us. Get me the picture. Get me to meet Ross, and then get me to lunch immediately. <laughs> yeah. And then wrap that up in a bow and present it from me to Melania. Thank you very much. That's about what it was. But wow. he was that's he cool. Was very nice. I I can't imagine any other president doing that. I mean, he just came out and started talking to everybody. Who does that? He stopped in the golf course, was taking pictures with the cops and what do you and mean? the volunteers. Biden does it, Jen. When he, oh yeah, you know, sure. <laughs> when he wipes out on the bike among the people, oh. that's the closest he's gotten to the public ever. Ever. Yeah, he fell. 
How do you like that? <laughs> Holy cow. Oh my God. That's that's kind of scary. But uh, yeah, this president's uh, former, uh, the former president and maybe future one is unlike any other in the past. Yep. That's really cool. All right. We've got uh, more for the tornado damage. Where are we on that? How's cleanup going from northern Palm Beach County? And big, big rock news to talk about. First of all, Hall of Fame fan voting is done. And Aerosmith is about to announce that big tour. About that. You sure it's a tour? I think it is. I think sure, we're 90% positive. They're not dropping tour. like a new song. <laughs> what well, should I be mean, a new song? I don't know. It wouldn't be bad. No, it wouldn't be bad at all. All right. And a okay. wrap up. We also had a thing go on over the weekend that a major pop star came to the ballpark at the Palm Beaches for a fundraiser. We made a lot of money. How'd that all go? Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Have we already been visited? What secrets lurk in the shadows? Listen to the unidentified. Like the community was really good about walking around. What do you need? What do you need? Is everybody okay? So it's it's kind of the typical Florida aftermath of a storm. You meet your neighbors. Everyone groups together. Yeah, it's true. You know, there's two sides of that coin too. Sometimes it takes that to meet your neighbor, but sometimes it's a good way to meet a neighbor for you. So true. You know, your neighbor may also have a chainsaw that can get the tree off of your car. One never knows. I was uh, shocked at how fast we heard. You know, cleanup efforts happening. I mean, our our news part, all the TV stations were out there in North Palm Beach. Like rapidly, almost as soon as that thing passed, I started to hear chainsaws. Yeah, it's, it makes you wonder if maybe the the maintenance crew, somebody lived close by, or maybe if somebody just lived next door came over the chainsaw. Who knows? And but. they're all saying the cleanup's going great. I mean, they got boats to get back and everything, but that's uh, wow, what a scene! They did upgrade it to an EF two. Wow, which 100, is strong 135 mile an hour winds. Crazy. Wow. That's crazy. They figure okay. This is they they say an EF two is a strong a strong tornado and EF one's a weak one. Okay, it's only like ten degree ten miles an hour more. Right. That's strong like, enough okay. for me. I'm like, all right. After watching that though, it would be the equivalent an E an E two is the equivalent of a Category four hurricane winds. <sighs> Man, so if you put things in perspective, in a compact area, yeah, it's it wasn't a very large tornado. But it was on the ground for about 12 minutes. Yeah. And it, look at all the damage it did. And Scary. Uh, flights getting back to normal starting as the day goes along to uh, PBIA in Fort Lauderdale, too, because they had a, quite a few of them canceled, at least delayed as well, because of not only this, but bad weather up and down the East Coast. They didn't yeah. want to uh, venture through. Virginia Beach got hit. And I've never heard of Virginia Beach getting hit with a tornado. And it was a big tornado. It was far larger than the one that hit here. And it did some severe damage to some big neighborhoods. So I was mm-hmm. like, wow. You know, roofs got ripped off, and it's just, it's just, it's horrifying because it happens so quickly. Yeah, no and you doubt. have no, really no warning other than okay, they're telling you there's a tornado warning, one may touch down, and then once it touches down, what do you do? Especially in an area like that, uh, you know, I've never been to that neighborhood, but that was it, Sanctuary Cove. You know, it's really tucked in there. It seems. Yeah. It's really compact. Compact. It's congested. You're on the water on one side. There goes that side. You know, they tell you get inside an interior room, but, you know, what if you're on the seventh floor? Mm. You know, does the interior room really work? I, I, I don't know. It's, it's horrifying. So cleanup happening. Uh, those roads are open around it. That's good news. That's good news. Yeah. And hopefully these people will, you know, be able to get insurance money and get their cars taken care of and their boats. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm really curious. And if anybody knows, if the boat that got sucked out of the water and thrown onto the lawn, if that's covered with insurance. Because that's one of those, like, freaks of nature kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, and you know how insurance yeah. companies are whenever there's a loophole to get you out of it. Well, you could bundle next time. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, shut up. <laughs>
Well, this is nuts from the financial world. J.P. Morgan Chase buying most assets of First Republic Bank. Another one. Nation's second largest bank failure ever. Jeez. Deal announced early today to protect deposits of First Republic's customers. If you're a customer of that bank, you might want to pay attention to what's happening going on there. By the way, this would now be, what are we, the third bank failure in two months. Wow. (laughs) Two of them out of California. Right. Makes you wonder, huh? Right. What are they doing in California? I, you know, I, I always thought, and, and, and call me stupid, I always think, you know, banks are pretty well, they're insured, you know, FDIC insured, okay, then my money's safe. What happened to all the, the, you know, you're talking about the assets that J.P. Morgan Chase is going to get. What about all the deficit? Who's paying for that? Yeah. Well, here's a piece of how this works. This was just written up. The, the failure cost the FDIC about $13 billion. Oh, jeez. But that money is going to be paid by the nation's banks, which pay premiums to support the agency. So they pay into that thing to, you know, in a case like this. And where does the bank get the money from? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you, yeah. probably somewhere along the line. Right. Right? Diener? Well, I was going to say, and don't forget, I mean, this wasn't just or isn't just happening in, in America. Remember the Swiss bank? Oh, that, geez, that, was, that was enormous. Yeah. Right. That bought got, up by it, the, uh, UBS. It's, yeah, it's, its rival bought it. Mm-hmm. But they were probably happy they got to buy it. That's real shaky. I don't know. <laughs> it, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? I'm telling you, after you, you hear this, and this is the third bank plus the one that went down in, in Switzerland, it, it makes you wonder that RNC commercial that they put out that was AI generated right after Biden announced he was running for re-election. One of the first things is, oh, major banks collapsing left and right. I forget how many they said in this stupid commercial. I was like, well, that's kind of scary. But now that you hear that this just happened... I mean, First Republic is a big bank. There's a lot of fear out there. It just is. You know, the RNC was capitalizing on it for sure, but they were trying to paint a picture of how bad things could be, which is scary. All right, better news. I'm looking at the countdown now. Yes. Let me see where we are. Hold on a second. Aerosmith.com. Yes. One hour, 36 minutes, and 51 seconds, if you're a fan and you care wow. about this kind of thing. But really, I think the legendary bands, it's nice to see them active again. Going to announce a tour of some sort. We just don't know what. Yeah, and, and But didn't Joe Perry say it was a tour? Yeah, he already, did. <laughs> he says, yeah, already so, did. So much for the big secret that it was supposed to They've be. They've been doing cool things, though. I saw on their social media stuff, they have like all these videos put together. They keep going to, they're calling it Peace Out. Though people are speculating that that means it's a farewell tour, but it's like they're showing like all this stuff from 1970, which is when the band began. Let I, me ask you this. Could it be peace as in P-I-E-C-E, and they're auctioning off some like iconic Aerosmith memorabilia <laughs> on their website? Steven Tyler's rehab card. <laughs> his his frequent flyer card. I just want a couple of the feathers off of his microphone. <laughs> that, that's all. I, can his you imagine boa. what? The, yeah, can you imagine what that would cost you? Nah, Holy know. cow! So that's, that's big pretty news. wild. We'll have that. What's, so what does that mean? Ten o'clock. That'll happen, right? Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll be able to talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> all right. And then the Rock uh, Hall fan vote wrapped up on Friday, and thanks to Diener, his favorite artist came in number one. It was one million votes plus one. Diener put him over the top. Man, you're that. just you're a super fan. That's wow. Wow. I will not be accused of this. <laughs> I won't stand for it. Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper was second with just over nine hundred thousand, followed by the late Warren Zevon, as they said on ABC or CBS or whoever it was I was listening Who to. Who said morning. that? Who do we carry here? ABC. Fire them immediately. I almost died. I was like, Zevon, how can you not know it's Warren Zevon? 
Uh, and then it was um, Iron Maiden and Soundgarden. Now, all five of them get one vote from the Rock Hall of Fame directors. Right. So it, it really doesn't matter that George Michael, you know, escalated everything to a tenth degree. I think it'll have something to say, though, and when they come to the final vote that they'll let him in. Diener will have something to say. Yeah, yeah or if might. not, it'll be like livid. Yes. And, <laughs> and that's that, the one. Uh, for, don't forget about this. That, um, oh, they are saying, oh. What's the matter? Sorry, that just popped up on uh, the Today Show. They Aerosmith. just put up the Aerosmith. Uh, they're calling it a farewell tour. Well, there you go. There you uh, go. Live on the air, we just found out. How do you like that? So much for their... Boy, that was their countdown clocks even early. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point of that? Is is that on Coke, too? I mean, it shows up a day early. They've had a countdown clock for a week, and they just gave it to NBC. What What is up with that? (laughs) All right, it is a farewell tour. Well, okay. So the question is, though, are they saying... We'll get the details, but are they going to say where it is? Is yeah, it, is it, a, gonna, is it arenas? Tour dates, what kind, where, and how you can get tickets, I'm sure. I'm saying stadium. And where you can take out the loan to buy the tickets. Yes, because they <laughs> will be expensive. But you're going to get our tickets, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank yeah. you. Well, we in radio, we get free stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I'm sorry, that's 15 years ago. <laughs> 20. <laughs> 20. 15. You're being nice. This won't cost you anything. Rapid Fire is coming up next. Oh, no. We'll catch you up on the news. <laughs> Going around, don't worry. You got a couple of minutes to come up with some stories. <laughs> got to find something to talk about. Jenna, lead it off. Coming up next, the uh. Self Photo Morning Show. Time for Jenna Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What is happening? Good, bad, things you need to know. Jen starts it off. What's going on? We're going to start off with something good because we need some good news after all those tornadoes. No kidding. Uh, one of the biggest names in music was right here, just up the street. Like, we could have hit her with a rock if we had a good arm. Yeah. Gwen Stefani on Saturday night. Not that, that we crazy. want to hit her with a rock, but I'm just saying it's an expression. Raise a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, ballpark of the Palm Beaches. It was uh, all to benefit the Dreyfus School of the Arts through the Save Our Musicians Foundation. She raised $350,000 for the yeah. school. That's a big deal. It's outstanding. You know, I, I would assume Gwen Stefani does this out of the goodness of their heart if they if they raise 350 grand, unless they had to pay her too. I think she donates her time, right? It's Isn't that how that works? Cool, I then. think so. Either that or she gives them a bargain deal. Nice little warm up for a tour too. Is She's not in the She's just starting some off. I think usually the only time I see her, I follow her on Facebook, is she's cooking for her husband. She's trying to make, you know, Blake more of a, a you know, a homebody kind of guy. What does Blake have her in the restaurant of the, uh, you know, back of the house there, or Old Red, his restaurants yeah, in, no, in Orlando? I don't, know, I don't know where their home is, but their kitchen is fabulous. And then he goes out and gets on his Kubota tractor and plants corn. For what it makes, looked, it's very weird. For what it looked like, full, full um, stage? Full show, yeah. full lighting rig. It looked, I mean, it just looked like, like a just, great place. Yeah, just like you'd see her anywhere else. Yeah, and they said uh, a lot of the kids that dancers for the School of the Arts, the Dreyfus School of the Arts, got to dance with her. Yeah, so well, they cool. get to perform. So it's pretty cool. Look great, but I mean, now the Save Our Musicians Foundation said they're going to plan similar galas for other schools. That's pretty cool. Very nice. So thank you, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, and, and then nice for the Dreyfus School of the Arts. All right, another after effect from uh, the tornadoes in the northern part of Palm Beach County. Flights were delayed and several canceled at Palm Beach and Fort Lauderdale. They're uh, slowly getting back together on that. But again, like we always say, stay close to your airline or you're waiting to pick somebody up. I was affected by that. Uh, Lauren and Coley's flight out of New York was canceled. Really? That's not wow. just because of here or there. There was bad weather all up and down the East oh. Coast yesterday. It like, covered the entire East Coast. Yeah. Virginia Beach had huge tornadoes, they too. They did, yeah. And and another one that did gra- a great deal of damage. I mean, it went through like some really swanky neighborhoods. I was like, holy cow. 
It was like tornado day yesterday yeah. and Saturday. It, it was, was rough. It was shocking to see. I mean, I, I didn't even know on Saturday. We were just out and about everywhere Saturday, and I wasn't really paying attention to a lot because I was so distracted. And then all of a sudden, I see Saturday night. It was like 8.30, settling down. Like, what are these tornadoes in Palm Beach Gardens? It was nuts. It's crazy, I know. And I went from where I am. I never would have even known, any, except for the alerts, anything was happening up there. Right. I it was mean, just so localized. You know. And, and there weren't any in our neighborhood. Yesterday morning, they started the warnings at like 4 o'clock. Yeah, it was really the early. Tornado warnings for yeah. Martin, St. Lucie, Okeechobee, and points north mm-hmm. and west. And it looked really ugly outside, but fortunately, I, I don't. Here, I didn't hear of any tornadoes hitting no, up there. No, they never touched down. This was from PBIA as of yesterday. There's not a lot of updated info, but they listed 13 delays, 3 canceled arrivals, 22 delays, 3 canceled departures Sunday afternoon through Monday morning. So, a lot to catch up on if you're waiting for somebody. Make sure you stay in touch with the airline. Your kid and wife getting, they getting out today? Yeah, they're coming back in like uh, 1 o'clock, so they got way delayed. Wow. Delayed Holy about cow. 24 hours. Wow. I'm sure your wife was all upset that she had to spend another night in New York. <laughs> it did. Weather was horrible. Oh, really? Oh, no. that's, that's terrible. Gosh. She goes, we're changing hotels. I'm claustrophobic. Oh, that was no. the last text I got. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, all right, good luck. <laughs> Lauren. Cooper and I are here alone eating nothing. <laughs> right. Eating soup out of a can. Right. We didn't even heat it up. Staring at each other, wondering who's going to feed who. <laughs> <laughs> so this is... This is frustrating, actually. I hate to even talk about it, but it's it's a big story, and you're going to be hearing about more of this. The mortgage rates, the rules are oh. changing today. Oh, boy. This is not good. Don't no. pay your credit cards. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so so here's, here's the thing. They're changing it to where if you have a credit score, say, of 640, anything that's considered like a low credit score, right? instead of paying you know a higher mortgage rate up front because you have a bad credit score, now they change the rules to where you are going to be paying a lower rate up front. So, for instance, if you were getting a rate of 3%, and you had to put 20% down on a $400,000 house, before today, you would have put uh, $12,000. Sure. Down. After okay. today, it's 9000 Why? Because the people with the higher credit scores, you know, the people who actually work to boost their credit scores and pay their bills and, you know, be good citizens, tax-paying citizens and yeah. bill-paying citizens, now we're being punished if you're trying to buy a house because you're going to be paying the higher upfront costs when you have the better credit score to help bridge the gap this is as, another. As they're saying, bridge again, the gap. You're right, though. You're punishing the responsible people, mm-hmm. and, I, and I get it. They're trying to get make it more affordable, which is very important these days. I get it, but why punish people that have worked hard to keep to to get to that point, especially first time homebody? You know what it is? It's lowering all boats. Yeah, you're not lifting anybody up. You're just beating everybody down. Right. And that's what it is. You know, and, and then they use the excuse. You know, they try to uh, you know paint paint the pig. I guess the expression goes. They say, lipstick on a pig. Yeah, the lipstick. There you go. <laughs> all over the place this morning. You know, they lipstick. know how unpopular this is because yes. they've been so quiet about it. And of course, we have a we have a news media that just covers for this administration. Mm-hmm. So they've been dead quiet. Was they, this an executive order? It, it is. It, it is. Right? It is an executive order. So it, it can be removed, but right. it's going to do a lot of damage in a year and a half. It's going to be tough. I mean, you know, you you always told boost up the credit score, pay your bills, you have a better shot at getting a house, and then they do this and they say, well, it's just to bridge the gap on the upfront cost. After that, with the higher credit score, you're still going to get the lower rates and lower payments. So it's still it's going to even out. But it shouldn't. No, they not. shouldn't do that anyway. But that's that's how they paint it. It's it's not so it's not good. It's a so stupid idea. So because you get a good you got a good credit score, you're going to get a higher rate and you got to put more money down. Right. That's the new rule. For so that's how the people buyer. that yep. have the bad credit score are able to get the funding because we're paying for it. That's yep. correct. Okay, that's good. So let's have fun with that. Okay, we're going to have some fun now. I told you May 
May 1st, May Day. By the way, for the person on my Facebook page who said it was the day Osama bin Laden died, uh, he died May 2nd. Right. Just so you know. Well, we'll celebrate both days. Yeah. <laughs> so we can celebrate that tomorrow, but today, not May Day. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, opens this Friday. Oh, yeah. These are the things you need to look forward to. Okay. Fast and Furious movie, Fast X, or is it Fast 10? What is it called? I think they're calling it Fast X, but okay. it's 10. Hits theaters on the 19th. Write wow. the day down. Okay. And Little Mermaid, the new one. <laughs> Boy, my granddaughter said, Sebastian looks really weird. Yeah, was I'm telling comment. you. Uh, May 26th. Uh, on TV, Arnold Schwarzenegger's first TV series ever on Netflix called FUBAR, which looks great, debuts May 25th. And the holidays, things to look forward to in May. Oh. Cinco de Mayo is Friday. Yeah, that's right. You guys going to... Did we get the gas station burritos? Uh, we're, we're, we're negotiating now. Good. Okay. Uh, they want to raise from the $7.25 we gave them last year. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they want to up this to 10 because of inflation. Right. So, All right. That's, well, our, uh, that's our mariachi band we hire every year. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But before Friday, what's Thursday, boys? Come on. You'll May know. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, okay. Star Wars. Yes. Tell me, God, if I hear you say that on Thursday, I might punch you. All right. Okay. I'll be ready. National Mimosa Day is the 16th. That's Good. the day I'm looking forward to. Is that on a Sunday? I have no idea. Shh. Mimosas are for Sundays, aren't they? I feel yeah. like they are, yeah. How can you have a mimosa any other day but Sunday? <laughs> and a brunch. And usually a brunch you have them. On Sunday? Yeah, true. On a Sunday. It's, it's actually right. a Tuesday, though, the 16th. Oh. Well, okay, so, so we'll be drinking in the middle right, of the week. Yeah. Well, I don't know who came up with that then. <laughs> All right, I hate to do this to you, but now it's my turn to make you feel old. What? Michael Jackson. Legendary performer. Yes. Had a little friend. More than a pet, a friend. A chimpanzee named Bubbles, right? Bubbles, yeah. Anybody sure. remember Bubbles? I remember Bubbles, Bubbles went everywhere with yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. And it was a big deal when he died what they were going to do with Bubbles. You ready? Yeah. Bubbles just turned 40. What? Oh, come on. <laughs> what? You're lying. <laughs> Bubbles turned 40 oh over the weekend. Oh, my God. No. He's in a retirement home in Florida called the Center for Great Apes. Are you serious? They yeah. just threw a massive birthday party for him. Would you like to know what was at the party? Yes, who, please. Who, did any of the Jacksons show up to celebrate? I don't know. There was a cake that was frosted with mashed bananas. Oh, lovely. They wrote his name in blueberries. Okay. And the theme was bubbles. Oh. They had an actual bubble bath and paper bubbles as decoration. Outstanding. Bubbles is 40 years old. That's oh my God. crazy to Bubbles me. can almost retire. Bubbles. <laughs> Oh, I remember Bubbles. Oh, yeah. I remember Bubbles when he was just a little chimp. You're right, though. Went everywhere with him, Jen. He was everywhere. Wow. And everybody wanted. Yeah. Everybody wanted one. I oh was like, no. Oh, my gosh. You know what? The average chimpanzee only lives like up to 30 years in the wild, so he's bucking all the trend here. Yeah. At 40. Bubbles lives forever. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'll finish off with this quickly because I know we went way over, but that's what happens that's on right. Fire. The PGA Tour event, the Mexico Open. They had to duck for cover and run for their lives over the weekend. Why? Why? Because there was a swarm of bees. Uh-oh. <gasps> killer called, bees? I don't, know, I don't think they were killer bees, but, you know, not oh my bees. gosh, going to freak you out. They called it, it was so bad, they called it a fog of bees. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that invaded the golf course. And there's pictures and video of, like, the caddies and the TV crew and the golfers laying prone down on the green, no. waiting for these bees to fly overhead. It was like a ton of them. They had to stop play. Oh, wow. <laughs> bees won. Golfers, nothing. That's right. Can you imagine? No, I can't imagine. I hate bees. So no reported injuries, and the bees flew on and did their bee thing, and everybody had a good day without any... No, but nobody got stung. stung. Good. So 
good. And they were able to continue the tournament, and the bees went on to... Uh, Their merry way? Yeah. You know, populate the earth and pollinate and keep Do things all those going. Good things. Yeah. The bees have now joined the Live Golf Tournament <laughs> as official players. <laughs> fog they'll, of bees. They'll take anybody over there. I was going to say sent by the PGA. Right. That's right. <laughs> They're attacking them with bees. Those are PGA <laughs> bees. Sabotage. <laughs> all right. Latest on uh, storm cleanup, Northern Palm Beach County. This, that, have you paid attention to that crazy manhunt in Texas? That's crazy is what that is. Hear from the sheriff in that area. And uh, I know this is more of a visual, but it sounds good, too. This lady is all of us. Chinese lady flipped out at a robot and smashed it with planks of wood. Oh, my. <laughs> it was great. She went bananas. I yeah, can't like blame her. her. Yeah, that's coming up next. All of it. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You know, I'm still in shock, you know, because I was home with my two daughters, so... It was really scary. It was scary. And, uh, wow, cleanup uh, started right away. Good news on that. The best news of all, as you pointed out, Jen, nobody died from the, that tornado. Which is pretty amazing if you look at the damage that this this hurricane, sorry, this tornado caused. Originally came ashore or came up to be as an EF1, which uh, would be the equivalent, I guess, of a hurricane category one. And then it became an EF2 like almost immediately with 130 mile an hour winds, which makes it a category four hurricane strength. Uh, It was pretty condensed, 320 yards wide. It was on the ground for 2.6 miles and it did severe damage. It tossed boats around and cars around like they were rag dolls. So airports catching up on flights because a lot of them were canceled for bad weather throughout the entire East Coast. And... uh, you know what was amazing to me? This is another good piece of news. By the time our news partner got out there, all the TV stations, to cover this story, it sounded like cleanup was happening immediately. Yeah. and was good. There was that one apartment complex. It was like the tree root system had to be 50 feet wide. Yeah. I was like, holy cow, what kind of tree is that? And like the whole lawn just came up with all these trees and the trees just piled on top of the, the, the apartment building. So I was like, wow, scary stuff. That was nuts. All right, uh, this is crazy, too, but boy, what a story that picked up over the weekend. Cleveland, Texas is about 45 miles north of Houston, and an incident there has led to a worldwide manhunt. But 250 law enforcement officials now involved. It's a search for a guy accused of killing five of his neighbors. As the story goes, apparently one neighbor had... You know, a little party going on. His, his, the guy uh, who turned out to be the bad guy was firing a rifle in the backyard. He politely asked him to stop. That sent the guy into a rampage. Yeah, and he just went next door and he killed everybody. Nuts. And then he took off. And here's the thing. They're saying we have zero leads now. Is that a situation where they're just trying not to, you know, tip him off? Or okay. do they really have no clue where this guy is? I, you can only hope it, it's not the situation and they know exactly where he is. And I, I go back to, remember the Idaho... College murder kid. Right. They knew, the FBI knew exactly where he was. And they actually told highway patrol agencies across the country, if you see this guy, stop him. Take a picture of his hands. Put somebody out there with a body camera to see. We want to see his hands. We want to see his face. We want to see his arms if there's any marks on him. So I'm hoping that this was just like a smokescreen kind of thing. How could they have zero leads? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is the did the guy off himself and he's dead somewhere? I don't know. Who knows? Here's listen to this. How'd you like to be a neighbor? This no. guy lives apparently across the street from where all this happened. Everybody is shocked and kind of scared. I don't blame you. Here's the sheriff. My heart is with this eight year old little boy. Uh. I don't. I don't care if he was here legally. I don't care if he was here illegally. Yeah. It, he, what he's referring wow. to is they turned it. They did determine that the the 
lunatic was here illegally. And he just went nuts. And he went nuts. You know what? It's And he, he killed that whole family, including, as the sheriff just said, an eight-year-old yeah. boy. That's crazy. Come on. All right, here's a story to take your mind off things. Please. Mostly a visual, but you can still hear it here. In some way, this lady is kind of all of us. And I think it's going to start to happen more and more. As you have automated checkout things, you're putting AI and service robots now. Less and less people you can talk to. Right. Eye to eye contact. This lady in China was filmed losing her cool on a robot receptionist. <laughs> I don't know what the business was. Hospital. And she smashed it <laughs> to pieces with a wooden plank. She's, now, you may be asking, why did she have a wooden plank? Nobody knows. Yeah, well, she, I think she went. I, I got a feeling she was trying to make a doctor's appointment. And I got a feeling this is probably like her third or fourth encounter with this receptionist. Here. And she came with the wood. She's had enough. Yeah. She was done. There's an update at the end of this, but this is what it sounded like. (laughs) She's not done. Here it comes again. (laughs) Get this. Oh, my gosh. The thing was still working at the end of it. I know. She beat the crap out of it, too. (laughs) She, like, knocked its head off. It was still going. Knocked the hand off. I was like, okay. It's kind of scary, though. She couldn't kill off the AI. I don't know, Diener. I don't know how much you got going on in the blog. It might be blog-worthy, though. It's worth seeing. It, it's, it's, it's somehow sounds, yeah. it's not the it's somehow it's satisfying. Listen, sometimes it calls for a Monday trifecta. They're very <laughs> rare, but I think this one is good enough to make it a trifecta on a, on a Monday. I mean, that's not approved behavior to no. smash a robot, but no, you but can you can get her frustration. Get it. No, you yeah. can you can justify it too because how many times like your wife with I want to talk to somebody. No, it's speak to a representative. You know, when you're on the phone because you can never get through exactly. to anybody. Right. It's like, okay. All right. We got the uh, mysterious nine o'clock hour coming up next. We got uh, any details? Oh, that's right. Jay Ratliff, Flight 850, our aviation segment. What a day to talk to him. First of all, we got some flight cancellations. We also need to find out why Spirit Airlines is duct taping planes. You know what? No, because he's going to tell us that every airline in the world does this. Well, and we're going to never get on another plane again. Well, we're going to argue <laughs> with him then. That's fine. Anyway, we're going to talk to Jay coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's just a reason why I don't fly with spears. I don't care if it is aviation, airplane, tape, or nothing. The fact that you even have to take the plane together and then you're doing it while people are on the flight like we cannot see you. After a while, that's going to need a fresh new coat of tape. That tape going to lose this thickness. You flying all around the world and you got tape holding it together. See, we have a couple of different takes on this. Jen, of course, has gone right to I'll never fly again because of this. Not like you were going to fly anyway. I'm True. saying, hey, you know what? I'd like to congratulate Spirit Airlines for thicken on the fly. Because in my world, if it can't be be fixed. Great. I want duct tape holding the <laughs> wing together on my next plane. Now, this video is, is actually older, and somehow it hit the algorithm, and it's making the rounds again now. This is another side story that's awesome. It's from a TikToker. You know what her handle is? What? At my honey smacks. <laughs> it's only that's one... the best part of the story. Oh, it's the best. It's only one guy to go to on this. Now boarding. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Radliff on News Talk 850. WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, Noted My Honey Smacks follower, Jay Ratliff. Yeah, I'm sure he, he follows her everywhere. <laughs> but it was Flex Seal tape, I understand. 
Oh, is what oh it was. Phil? Yeah, it was Phil was out there. <laughs> we, 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 we call it high-speed maintenance tape. Sadly, it looks just like duct tape. So when you see engine cowlings or any sort of uh, that being applied, you see people absolutely freaking out, thinking, oh, my gosh, they brought out the duct tape. But so here's the question. Well, hold on a second, Jay. What is The question is, and she made a good point in the video that she said, we're all focusing on the tape. What led to it having to be taped? Yeah, what broke? Well, some, sometimes, like if there's an engine cowling that, that covers the engine, it, it might have something that's come loose or oh. something that, that's, that's minor, and it requires a maintenance uh, fix. Now, you might be in a station where there's no maintenance personnel. It, it's, it's not a no-go item. They can use this high-speed air tape to secure whatever it happens to be until the aircraft reaches a maintenance base where it can be taken offline and the mechanics can fix it as it needs to. They do that so that the flight does not have to be canceled. Mm. Now, this tape can withstand, you know, temperatures of 70 below zero, 600 mile an hour. I mean, it is, it, it's FAA approved, and it is not your average go down to, you know, the Home Depot, grab a bunch of uh, duct tape and show up at the airport <laughs> type of thing. But, you know, sadly, they make it. It just looks just like it. So anytime it comes out, you have flight attendants and captains that are <laughs> calming passengers down saying, folks, that's not duct tape. It's, it is it is the uh, high-speed FAA-approved uh, maintenance tape. But I tell you, just to look at the people's faces when it comes out it is priceless. But yeah, it, it, if it was being used on my flight, I wouldn't give it a second a second notice. So okay. wait a minute. You're and telling I, me it wasn't this? It's like a handyman in a can. Flex seal. <laughs> if you were in my way, Jay, I'd run you over because I'd get off that plane <laughs> so damn fast, your head would spin. Well, you know, well, you know, there, there, look, there was an American Airlines flight that uh, landed. Uh, I think it was the Charlotte flight that we talked about that it caught on fire. The engine where the fire was coming up in yeah. between the flats on the wing. That was even That's too much the for one you that I time. I would have joined you running people over. So, yeah. but no, on this, I mean, it's 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 a non-issue because if it's serious enough, they're going to take the airplane out of service. But if it's something that what we call is a deferrable maintenance item where they can use that high-speed tape. So that when the aircraft gets back uh, to a maintenance facility, it can be addressed. That's fine. And, and the beauty of it is that stuff works fine. There, there's a procedure for any single time it's applied, and it means that your flight's not going to be canceled. Now, you might have people spending the entire flight staring out the window to see if that tape's coming off. But other than that, no, I mean, it's it's designed to, to, to allow you to get to your destination, and, and certainly that's what you want to see. Okay, so it's not like holding the wing on the plane, right? No, 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 no. It's minor, <laughs> minor, 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 minor maintenance things that might have to, to be done, it, where you might have a part of the engine cowling that would be flapping during the flight. Oh, that's minor. minor. Yeah, that's that no problem. <laughs> now, I'm talking about a small, like a five-inch piece or something. Oh, oh yeah, they'll, no problem. They'll, they'll use that t- tape to hold it secure, which will, believe me, it will hold it secure, uh, I think we should be using that, though, when we put people, when we duct tape people to, into their seats. No way in God's green earth are they going to get out of that stuff anytime soon, because it is a, it's a very, very durable uh, thing. But again, like I said, the, the, the issue is, and sadly, it, it resembles duct tape, which is what brings on all the discussion. Can't can't understand why, and you <laughs> see some Yahoo just climb up on the wing with it. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Okay, that, but that's a that's a mechanic that's applying it. it. It's not you know Joe. It's your turn to climb up there. Sure, it, it is. It's a trained mechanic that takes care of it. Okay, so this to me would qualify as an emergency and would re- would re- require you to land immediately. The bathroom's not working. How about all three of them aren't working? Yeah, Ugh. that was a Southwest that's disgusting. Airlines flight. 
they can't buy good press anywhere. And this was a, a flight from Oakland to Chicago. It's a four-hour flight. They had taken off when the flight attendants uh, told the, the captain, uh, not only will not one of the lavatories work, but none of the three. They had one up front, two in the back. They're all in op. They're not working. So the crew had to land at the nearest airport. We had to turn around, come back to Vegas and land. The aircraft was grounded for about two hours uh, until they were able to continue the journey. This airplane was like six months old. It was a new airplane. And I suspect that when it was being uh, maintenance in Oakland, something wasn't done that was supposed to be done, and that's what caused the problem. And uh, we'll never know because Southwestern never tell us. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, – you know, it, it's you, you don't want to be on a four-hour flight when you have one lavatory in up, let alone all three, and, and that would cause a diverted landing for sure. Is there ever a time, like if this had only been a one-hour flight, like from West Palm to Atlanta, would they have not uh, canceled it and turned around? Many times they'll do just that. Uh, they'll say, hey, look, for the short flight, the right. lavatories are in up, we're sorry. Because remember, a lot of these small regional jets, that we used to be 19 passengers, the Gulf Streams and some of the others, they had no lavatory, but they would be used for you know, hour, hour and 15-minute flights and things. The issue is you knew that getting on, so you knew to use the restroom. Sadly, what happens is people that are boarding, oh, I'll just wait till I get on the plane. Or what's worse is when you feel like you need to use the lavatory and you're on final approach and you're like, eh, I'll just wait till we get to the airport. Never, ever Ever, I mean, I'm not telling people what to do, but me, I'm going to use that lavatory when I need to before we land. Because if we land and they say, oh, I'm sorry, there's nobody at the gate. We have to hold here for 25 minutes before we can pull up to the gate. You can't get up and use the lavatory then yeah, because it's... the aircraft's still actively taxing. So you always <laughs> want to make sure when, if it's in the airport, if it's on the airplane, <laughs> take care of business before some delay take, takes place. It's going to make you absolutely miserable for an extended period of time. And as we know, as you get older, that takes some advanced planning. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Yeah. Or when you're little. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. what if you got a little four-year-old that you know, or three-year-old that just got through potty training? I asked, Mommy, I, I got to go potty. When we would board a flight, I would ask our kids walking through the airport, I'm going to check for the 18th time. Does anybody have to go? And they say no. Yeah. And, and then they get, they get, they get on, on the plane. plane. Right. Yeah, yep. then they, I got to go can, potty. You can... You can you can use the lavatories before departure but while the boarding process is ongoing. So, right. you know, you can use them then. So go right ahead and, and do it because, again, if you are getting on the plane and say, I'll wait till we're at 10,000 feet, well, if there's turbulence or some other type of thing or an extended delay in taking off, you're right back to that being in misery. And, yes, I am speaking from a painful experience on all of these things, which is why over the years I know, look, you just take care of things when you need to because uh, you never know what's going to happen. Wow. Hey, we had some nasty weather, obviously. We had some tornadic weather, actually, northern Palm yeah. Beach County uh, over the weekend, which is horrible. But with all these flight cancellations that we've had and delays, we're still trying to catch up on that in South Florida airports. That Was was that more of a result of nasty weather up and down the entire East Coast? It sounded that way. It was. It was. And, and, and a lot of times that'll mess with air traffic control, flow charts, and a lot of other things that make it very, very problematic. Plus, a lot of that is you near the end of any given month. You're running into pilots that, and flight crews that are about to time out. They only have X amount of hours left that they can fly in a given month. And, and some of the flexibility that air traffic or that the uh, flight dispatch team has is a little bit reduced. And that kind of adds some issues, especially when you're like Southwest, where they're still doing things manually in a lot of regards. It, it makes it very, very difficult. Wow. Mm. I don't know. We had some of the tornadoes here were pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Ugly. Of course, so. you know, in the Midwest when we're in Ohio, you know, we, we have them come through here quite often. 
and uh, it's you know that's why most people have a basement or you know a little storm room type of thing that they'll go into because uh, you know every year when the weather gets bad it's not like tornado alley over in Kansas Oklahoma those right. types of things but you know we've had some some of the the nation's worst tornadoes that have come through the Dayton area it was I think uh, it was Memorial Day two years ago when the Dayton Ohio area had 14 tornadoes overnight that hit the ground. Oof. And uh, it was, yeah, it, it was unreal. Yeah, you got basements. That's the good news. Yeah. Okay. We don't. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. We use them. Uh, eight, flight 850, 850wftl.com, for uh, making some money with Jay, which I'm sure you've already done today. And with all that said, let's hope we don't have any more duct tape. Oh, I'm sorry. Aviation tape on <laughs> yeah. planes to talk about next High week. High tape. <laughs> High speed tape. Yeah. No, but it's always fun to talk about. Low I've, speed, high speed, I've, in between speed. It ain't going on my plane. I've got some high speed duct tape at home. I don't know. Thank you, buddy. We'll talk to you in a week. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Take care. Bye. All right, coming up next, a couple of more headlines. We've got this, too. Good news for what? all of us. They found the fountain of youth. They did? I don't know. It's really it's a real heady scientific kind of thing, but we'll talk about it. Okay. Can I look younger, like, soon? You're already looking younger. Oh, you it's for the rest you. of us. <laughs> All right, we get that more coming Sweet. up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Looking at Monday. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Uh, cleaning up from the tornadic, tornadic activity. You heard that a lot from uh, our news partner. News well, Channel 5 yesterday. We're not going to have a lot more of those things. Yeah, you hope not. Just Jeez. a scary little scene. Maybe a uh, run-through for local officials, too, and how to handle it. I don't, all I know is I don't know who exactly was in charge of cleanup in Palm Beach Gardens, but they jumped on that right away. That was awesome. And good for them. You know what? Now these poor people have to find a place to stay while, you know. And, and it's what, what happens to the, the people that lost everything? Oh, you know? I, the, and that, you got to wait for the apartment complex or the condo complex oh, to rebuild. That takes forever. Yeah. And, and, you know, with... With you know, and maybe this is this is the stuff that goes through my head. If they, me in this situation, okay, I finally found a place that I've been in for a couple of years. It's affordable. Well, now it's destroyed. So now I got to go find a place to live when rents are ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So is mm-hmm. you know, can these people find another place to go? It's it's terrible. And way better news. We got a lot of entertainment news to talk about. First of all, the movie theaters. Can we officially call it a blockbuster now? Oh, without a doubt. Super Mario Brothers. Wow. A billion dollars. That's amazing worldwide. How many other animated films other than the Frozen ones? Have they all, have all the Disney ones made that much money? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Not this fast. Wow. I don't think. Has it? No. It's only what? This was its fourth week? Yeah, fourth week. Yeah. It was number one at the box. Well, this will be its last reign. Because Guardians of the Galaxy opens up Friday. Huge. So that's going to be bigger than Super Mario Brothers. But it made another $40 million in its fourth week, which, if you think of, is really unheard of because most of these films being released make $12, $13, $14, 15000000 on their first week. This thing made $40 million. It's $490 million here globally over a billion. It's a monster. Yeah, it's a big... I think the Frozen films are still one and two or something like that, right? Aren't they up there, Diener? Yeah, Frozen... The original Frozen made 1.2 billion. That's close. And Frozen 2 made 1.4 billion. Wow. But the Lion King remake of the, I guess you call it live action, even though it was mm. CGI, that actually made over a billion dollars as well. So, I mean, but when it's all said and done, I think Mario's going to be the highest grossing animated movie of all time. I think it might be because it's only just begun. They haven't even sent this thing to streaming yet, you know? Right. I mean, it's massive. Wow. 
That was, wow. a, that was a smart move. Mm-hmm. You know what was even crazier? The 40th anniversary re-release of Star Wars, yeah. Return of the Jedi. It's it made almost $5 million. <laughs> you put anything on Star Wars. Oh, my gosh. Automatic win. Done. Okay, now, was that the first one? The second one? What third film? one. That was the third one. That was the one. third of the original movies that have come out. That was the third one that came out, Return of the Jedi. start watching. We're going through Harry Potter first. Then we'll do Star Wars. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. Oh, God. May the Force be with you. 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 How many of these things? Three more minutes. May the Force be with you. Three minutes? It's going to take us to rapid fire. Are these all different characters saying it? Yes. I, I heard Yoda in there, and I heard Alec Guinness, but I, and he, what was Alec, what was his character? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, okay. I love oh, how, God forbid I don't know these things. You know, I know you, you actually were in a coma at one point, Jen. Yeah. So I don't mean to poke fun, but it's like, you're trying to catch up on 40 years of pop culture. It's like you were in a coma for 40 years. <laughs> you go back and watch all this. I do. I, I only watched the original three. I never saw anything after that. That's all right. So I saw this one, Return yeah, of the Jedi. You got a good basis then. You're fine. But everyone told me the next three were really bad, so I no, never bothered to watch no. them. They weren't just the nerds. The, the Star Wars of fan. Khan and all. It, I like them. Now, the Star Wars fans, like the, the really, really ones that, you know, that are really into it, they, they're never happy about anything Star Wars does. No. Oh, okay. It's just, they're, they're very grumpy. They go to the new movies and they sit there in the theater with their arms crossed, waiting to be upset. That's right. It's very sad. Oh, I thought they were pretty good. No, they were good. Yeah. You know? The ones I saw were good. Just, you long. know, some people didn't like some of the way that the story went, which I get, but you know, I'm going to get too nerdy here, but well, I still like them. Nora, Nora likes Harry Potter right now, so we've started number two. Fantastic. Oh, Talk about taking a while, Oh, though. my God. that's gonna, We won't be done until December, because, you know, she's got the attention span of a gnat. But are you going to show her, like, when things get dark, the last two movies? I don't know. She'll probably be ten by then. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> the Battle of Hogwarts? Yeah. Yeah, that, they were pretty rough. violent at the end there. And uh, big entertainment news, which is leaking out more, I guess, if you're the Today Show. You can get all the details, but this Aerosmith uh, farewell tour is exactly that. So they were supposed to have a countdown at 10 o'clock. They gave all the details. The big speculation was, is it a farewell tour? Apparently, yeah. Apparently it is, and apparently they like the Today Show better than like anything else. Did the Today Show pay him for this? I No. It's free promotion. It's like, ah. holy cow, they announced it two hours ago. Yeah. I was like, okay, so much for that one. So they, they said, did they say if it was a stadium, though? Did they say that? I didn't see any. I saw there's a show on New Year's Eve in Boston. That much I know. Yeah. And they're going to Philly. That much I know. And they go to Montreal. But that was the only three cities that I saw. So I'm like, so. And then I went to their website and they got no. They When I looked, which was maybe 15 minutes ago, there was no information about it whatsoever. You know what they have now on the website? What? Nothing. Oh, okay. absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay, the, pa- the page crashed. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Oh, see, everyone's going there. But I was there. Aerosmith.com cannot be found. Oh, great. So they killed it. Oh, wow. wonderful. How about that? Well, that's well. See what you've you done, many, Jen. Shows you how many people are excited about it. Yeah, right? I mean, it's going to be big. You know what? Because people want to jump on and buy tickets as soon as they can. That's what it is. That's what's crashing it. Well, let me ask you this. Your hometown, well, it's kind of your hometown, Boston, New Year's Eve, would you go? On New Year? Depends where. I, I don't know where they're going to do it. It the didn't per, say. Play the, play the Garden. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a great show. They used to play, Aerosmith always, like, had to be like 10 years in a row played New Year's Eve in Boston. Every, every, oh, every, did all they throughout do? the 70s, even into like the bad years of the 80s. Yeah, long time. Okay. I missed all that. But I would love to see. I've never seen them, so I'd like to see them. Which means 
They would play here where the, the Heat play? If it's an arena, I don't know. It may be both. Maybe it's stadium slash arenas. I don't know. I mean, I could definitely see a stadium tour. I mean, they could they could fill the Hard Rock. Yeah, but if this is going into like winter, that ain't going to be stadiums. Hard Rock Stadium, I mean. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's true. Unless they fall on the golf tour and just play the Southern Stadiums. Yeah. But then maybe, NFL's in action. Yeah. Maybe it will be arenas then. It's a conundrum. It is a conundrum. Oh, what are we I bet you do? it's going to be arenas. I, I hope not, so. I yeah. would not want to be the, the organizer for these things. Oh my gosh, what a hag that must be. Well, f- case in point. Look what happens when you have, you know, most of these, most of the places where artists play are sports arenas, right? Right. The Celtics could not finish off Atlanta in time, so they had to have a Game 7 there in Boston. It pushed Janet Jackson out of that venue. That's right. Because they get first oh. rights to it. Gosh. So Jason Tatum, was his post-game interview goes, I'd like to apologize to the legend, Janet Jackson. I'm sorry we, we didn't get this done in time. Oh, no. And she got back to him. She said, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she gets to come back. I mean, that's that's not an easy time well, to just reschedule see. it. You're right, yeah. though. Scheduling that stuff must be a oh nightmare. Oh, gosh. I can only yeah, because these tours are scheduled years in advance. Right. Even though Aerosmith is making the announcement today, this has probably been planned for a year already. Yeah, probably. You just can't put together tours like this overnight. I'd hope anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Did, when did the, when they were in rehab? Did they? Did they they're all out. Right? That's just constant. Okay. All right. What I've realized <laughs> with them is rehab is just an ongoing thing. Do they just travel with somebody like you know from AA? Just stays with them the whole time. Uh, could very well be. They may have their own counselor with them. It's probably a good idea. I heard a story back in the day when they had uh, Guns and Roses in mm-hmm. late 80, 89, 90, I don't know. Open for Aerosmith. They insisted on no. Um, no open bottles there because they, they were trying to stay clean and Guns N' Roses was a mess. Oh, really? At oh, that point, God. Yeah. Jeez, what a concert that must have been, though. Oh, I know. That would have been great to see. I didn't yeah. see that one. Wow. I don't know. All right, we got Rapid Fire coming up next. I got a great story. Oh, you're ready. Jen's ready. Yeah, I was talking to you guys about it and I did some research oh. about that little boy we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. This will infuriate you. It infuriated me just reading about it. I was like, this is crazy. Is this the kid that was tossed out of school for his shirt? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And don't worry about that next fish of yours. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's it's been taken care of. Fish? Fish. What kind do you like? Mahi-mahi? Grouper? Wasn't going to have any, but all right. Okay, wait. Not worried about it now. Now you don't have to worry about it. All right, we got that more. It's rapid (laughs) fire. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What's going on in the world? We're about to find out. What you got, Jen? Oh, only, only in wonderful Middleborough, Massachusetts would this take place. Let me introduce you to 7th grader Liam Morrison. He's a Nichols Middle School student. He was taken out of gym class in front of all of his friends during gym class because of the shirt he was wearing. Oh, boy. What did his shirt say? What did my shirt say? Five simple words. There are only two genders. Nothing harmful, nothing threatening. Just a statement I believe to be a fact. I have been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? What a line! Well, he was. Wow. He, that was him speaking to the Middleborough School Committee on April 13th. He's still in school, thank goodness. He told the committee he felt like the school was telling him it wasn't okay for him to have an oppose, opposing point of view and that his shirt was hurt, hurting feelings or causing trouble. Well, what about his hurt feelings? Was it not right that he could also express himself? He said the right is called the First Amendment to the Constitution. The little kid was smart. Yep. 
He said, my hope is being here tonight is to bring the school committee's attention to this issue. And I hope that you'll speak up like the rest of us so we can all express ourselves. And the next time I'm standing here, I might not be alone. Good. Kid was calm, cool, collected, knew exactly what he was talking about. You know, we have to stop treating, when people say there's only two genders, we have to stop treating this like they're using some type of like racial slur or some type of like, you know, prejudiced speech. It's You're not. Right. It's, it's a scientific fact. It's a fact. Okay. And also, by the way, how come I can't have an opinion? Right. How come, how come exactly. I can't have that theory? You know why? Because your opinion doesn't match their opinion, exactly. so you're not allowed to say your opinion. And they're the ones that run the opinion in the media, so that's what they get to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're right, though. But little examples like this, yeah. you're exactly right, Jen. This is a 12-year-old kid. This goes a long way. I don't know how many views the original video's gotten, but yeah. everyone, everybody's talking what about I, this What kid. I hope starts to happen is more kids follow this type of lead. I hope a bunch of, like, a group of, of his friends show up with, with the same shirt. Well, how you know great what, would that be? He wraps it up at the very end. He goes... Oh, and also, several of my friends said they liked my shirt, and they were wondering where to get one. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so watch, you know, a bunch of his, he and his friends will walk in. There'll be 30 of them all wearing the same shirt. See, this is where the revolt to this type of lunacy starts, is it has to start with kids who are growing up around all this happening. If they can realize that this stuff is absolute garbage that they're trying you know, mass media is trying to spread, then that's that's where I hope, you know things can start to straighten out. Maybe okay. I hope there's rebellion in this generation. I hope, but I don't know. It well, just is a lot of complacency. You look at Dylan Mulvaney became famous because, as a boy, a man mm-hmm. transgendered to a woman in 365 days. He admitted he was a boy, right? And that he changed genders. Of course. Okay. Did you see the latest? By the way, people are identifying as being handicapped. Oh yeah, I've seen that before. And they're they're perfectly fine with the go around fine, in a wheelchair. And they're in a wheelchair. Okay, that's just you're just again, and it's always at the expense of the people that really are, you know, in trouble. Yeah, yes. underrepresented. Right. It's crazy. Gosh. Okay. It's, anyway. <laughs> it's, I give up. All right, I'm gonna lighten this up a little, Please. even though that was awesome. <laughs> A library book that was checked out in New Jersey 44 years ago has oh finally been returned. <laughs> Good. So wasn't there a Seinfeld episode like this? Yeah. Did they charge this person like $1,000? I think they get a, the they get a leniency. Okay. Back to Basics was checked out of the Hopewell branch of the Mercer Library. This is in uh, Hopewell Township, New Jersey. July 25th, 1979. It was overdue by around 16,000 days. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so what took this person so long to bring the book back? Well, a maintenance worker found it in a box of donated books. It decided, hey, this will be funny. Let me take it back to the library. That is hilarious. (laughs) No word where it's been or donated it. Late fees are 10 cents a day, but the library says... All right, we're going to cap it off at $6. Okay, well, that's, that's nice. nice. That's nice. <laughs> but the maintenance guy was probably like, hey. Why is he going to pay I'm for it? I'm giving it back to you. You should pay me. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to pay the six bucks. <laughs> Hopefully oh, they waived the fee. Oh, no. That's funny, though. <laughs> well, this was, um, I'm, there's really no way to wordcraft around this. I'm just going to read from the article. Okay. There's a woman who was at the L.A. Philharmonic uh-huh. Orchestra. <laughs> okay, Bill this knows the story. I don't know this story. O- over the weekend. And again, I'm just going to read straight from this. She she really enjoyed the concert. Just going to start by saying that. Okay. She's feeling it. She was. Here's what I'm just going to read straight from this article. The ground really <laughs> moved for one woman during the second movement of the L.A. Philharmonic Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony when she experienced what many described as a loud and full-body orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> oh what? Oh, my gosh. 
It said, oh no, it goes on. Listen to this. Several concert goers described the woman's climactic moment from Friday from the balcony at the packed Walt Disney concert hall. He has, you know, in LA. Everyone kind of, this is, everyone kind of turned to see what was happening, one concert goer said. She was sitting near the overjoyed woman. She told the Los Angeles Times about this happened yesterday. She said, I saw the girl after it happened and I assumed that she had an orgasm because she was breathing heavily and her partner was smiling and looking at her. He was trying to make an effort not to shame her. And then she said, it was quite beautiful. And then the, the cellist looked at the rest of the band and said, that was me. It was my part. <laughs> and ended it by saying, I guess a journalist was there and she wrote on Twitter. She said, some woman had a screaming orgasm <laughs> to the point where the whole orchestra stopped playing. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. Sure, there wasn't a something it's else going on in the, in the the audience there. She was enjoying the music. I don't think it had anything to do with the music. People I, experience art in different ways. Hers <laughs> is just more extreme. That's oh, all. Okay. That's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, Can you imagine being No. There? Can you imagine being her husband? Oh, my goodness. It took Ooh. a lot, by the way. You should congratulate St. Diener for getting that story out. It yeah. took a lot for him to break down his barriers. Oh, it's yes, very we, uncomfortable. We had... We, we, we had Look at him. He's bright red. He looked like a tomato over there. Sweating. You all right now? Breathe. Breathe. Okay. An Israeli firm, I'm not happy with this firm, has created the very first ever 3D bioprinted fish, the grouper, which is ready to cook upon printing. Oh. Stakeholder Foods has created non-traditional fish for eating, and it doesn't harm the environment. The grouper fish fillet, created in partnership with Umani Meats, tastes and has the texture similar to that of a real fish. No, I'm not eating synthetic food. No. I'm telling you, that's what they're doing. No. In the first tasting, we showcased a cultivated product that flakes, tastes, and melts in your mouth, just like an excellent grouper would. I'm not sure about this. Between this and they're trying to get us to eat bugs, no. Yeah. They not doing say it. that uh, it is to protect the welfare of animals. I'm like, no, this is to make all the crazy, you know, let's save the earth people happy. There's like a trillion grouper. <laughs> the, the grouper population is fine. Have you ever seen a big one? Yeah. I, yeah. I caught one that wow. was 65 pounds when we were in the Bahamas. Wow. Did you really? Nice. Yeah. And then they told me as they brought it abo- aboard the boat that it was going to be dinner that night. And I went, yeah. oh, no, <laughs> let them loose. I had, I was like praying he, to let the poor. It was, was huge, though. He can be fresher than that, though. Yeah, it was great. I didn't eat him. You didn't name him, did you? Gus. Oh. oh, no, Gus the Grouper. Gus the Grouper. Dinner. He turned Delicious. out to dinner for like 20 people. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Little did grouper. I know. <laughs> All right, this is good news for everybody. They found the fountain of youth. <gasps> Please tell. Yay. That's right. Would you want to live to 100? That's a normal question. God, no. How about 180? What? It's UC San oh, Diego, gosh. the scientist there. It gets a little heady. It gets a little complicated, but uh, it's just in the yeast. Huh? We age because our cells start breaking down. A previous study found it happens for two reasons. Mitochondria gets weaker, DNA becomes less stable. Mm-hmm. Okay. True for yeast cells too, but they figured out how, how to rewire yeast cells and to trick them so they can last longer and they think they can apply this to mitochondria. Oh, hmm. so they don't rise, they just lay flat. Is that <laughs> what yes. So basically, it's, we're going to be matzah, <laughs> That's right. basically, yes. is what it is. Matzah. We're like Passover people. That's what we it. are. That's it, okay. Get the Manischewitz. It's a <laughs> proof of concept right now, but they're very confident they can do this and they can go in. Would you, let me ask you, would you, if you wanted to live that long, which is expensive, it is. would you let them go in, no. manipulate your cells, no. and work on you in the hopes no. that it would work? No. no. Stop playing God. 
Yeah. They, they have, enough, they have enough problems with Social Security as yeah, it is. Yeah, you got to live your they money. Got a, they got a revolution going on goodness. in France because he wants to change it by two years. And oh, you want to yeah. make people live to 180. Oh, yeah. We're not going to have that. Nope. What's the matter, Diener? Aha. Thank you, Jen, for the segue. Uh-oh. We're talking about France? Yes. Oh. I, this is my second Audible call for today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I'm going to save this other story for tomorrow because I just came across this video. It is rough out in Paris right now. They are still protesting. They're still rioting? Have still. these people even worked for the past month? I, I don't know, but I mean, there's groups out here. The video I just came across that was posted five minutes ago on Twitter is a group of riot police fighting citizens right now. They're throwing, it's not good, they're throwing firebombs into oh, the dear. crowd of police officers. <laughs> oh, that's not good And they all. had to put out this one cop, I mean, my gosh, he caught on fire. They had to put him out there. Kicking dumpster cans back and forth at each other, shooting fireworks at the what? cops. This is happening right now. I, I wow. just, just watched it. Just came across on on the Twitter. Every once in a while, Paris just goes crazy. My gosh. Well, this has been going on just because, what's his name? Macron there want, just randomly said we're raising the retirement age to 64 from 62 without any you know notification from parliament or any vote or well, anything. And it's what happened was it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, do you think it was something more than that? I think what happened was they were already feeling like you know they were getting pushed down through the COVID stuff and everything. Right. You know, the rights were being stripped away. And then Macron goes and does this without any parliament approval. And just pushes through this, you know, um, this this restructuring of the pension plan from 62 to 64 through some type of obscure executive order. And people, it was, it really was. It felt like the straw that broke the camel's back because it felt like no more. Like, this is becoming a dictatorship. You were already stripping us of our rights yeah. during COVID. And now you do this? They're calling it tyranny. So, you know, and it's wow. pushed back. And I hope at least it's a, it's a message to the rest of Europe anyway. Wow. Just stop dumping on people. It's it's bad, man. These but I mean, these people—they've the, been arguing. I mean, and, and rioting for a good month now. Yeah, now they're really clashing with riot police. They were actually talking about it on the Today Show this morning. I was shocked. They really haven't covered the no. the Paris riots, protests over the past month. Wow. So I mean, this continues to, to wow. develop there. I'm looking at the video that you were talking about now. It's intense. It Ooh. is. Wow. That's too she bad because I'm continues. sure great landmarks are being destroyed too. I hope not. People yeah. are going to get killed soon. It's crazy. Hope not. Hmm. All right, coming up next, here's the statement. I guess they didn't want to wait till 10. Uh, this whole Aerosmith thing, it's not, yes. it's not goodbye. It's peace out. Get ready to walk this way. You're going to get the best show of your lives. Whoa. Oh. But for the last time. So they say. So they say. We'll get some details on that thing and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. East South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Welcome in. News Talk 850 WFTL. we got a lot going on in the Morning Show blog today, by the way. Uh, we had the sound for you a little bit earlier on in the show of this Chinese lady going absolutely berserk on a robot. She just had enough. I can't blame her. It's, yeah. Uh, apparently, it. the robot is the receptionist in a hospital or a, a medical facility, and she was uh, apparently, from what I had read, she was trying to make a doctor's appointment and had been extremely unsuccessful. <laughs> Listen, I know it's not approved behavior, but we've all been there. Oh. But she came with a plan, though. I mean, yeah. how did she all of a sudden materialize a two-by-four and start beating the thing? And it was still working at the end. Isn't that amazing? It's kind of scary, actually. So It's like, all right, she beats the crap out of it. Yeah, she does. All right, what else is on there? What's What else is on the blog, Diener? Actually, well, you mentioned we were chock full, Bill, because it is a very rare... Monday trifecta on the Oh, blog. you put three up? Very rare. Usually take it easy on Mondays. I know. But we had her. We, we she, was, she was a late addition. Yeah. But we also had <laughs> something we talked about with uh, with Jay Ratliff 
the plane on the uh, oh, yeah. the, the tape on the airplane wing. Big sugar mama, whatever she was. What was she? <laughs> My <laughs> Honey Smacks. Oh, My okay. Honey Smacks <laughs> is her TikTok name. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Uh, Big so sugar mama's close can, enough. <laughs> you can see and hear that scene as uh, the passenger of My Honey Smacks was uh, filming that. And also, I mean, on the other end of the spectrum, the tornado damage from over the weekend. Just wow. the worst I've ever seen in South Florida. So it's un- unreal. But that's all All there on the blog. Check it out at 50WFTL.com. Check it out. All right, in the meantime, we've been talking about this for a long time. Maybe you don't even like Aerosmith, but it's big entertainment news. And boy, they didn't even wait till 10. They're just like, all right, forget it. <laughs> they had a countdown for a week. They took the site down, then they just blurted everything out. Yeah, and then they made the, they made the announcement on the Today Show. But then... I went to the site and there was nothing there. Yeah, gone. and then you went to the site and it was all black because the crash just gone. And then now this is back up. So they have a now giant breaking news banner on it now. So they just announced it. So it's the Aerosmith farewell tour. The special guest, I guess, because they're not co-headliners, but they're named as special guests, not city by city, is the Black Rose. Wow, it is the Aerosmith farewell tour. It is called Peace Out. It's not goodbye. It's peace out, they said. Mm. Get ready. And to walk this way, you're going to get the best show of our lives. Uh, All kinds of VIP packages on there. People are, I think that's why the site crashed. People were trying to get tickets already. It's an arena tour, though, by the way. And there are South Florida dates. There are one South Florida date, one of the West Coast, October 20th in Sunrise. And uh, they'll also be in Tampa at Emily Arena, October 11th. Aha. So there you go. And this is what I don't understand. They start in Tampa, then they go to Atlanta, then they go to Charlotte, then they go to Sunrise. You'd think they'd be able to schedule that better, so they just go Tampa to Sunrise, but I don't know. They're all over the place. Big, big, big cities. Madison Square Garden on January 19th. Wow. So You're right. The New Year's Eve show is in Boston, like they used to do. It's a, it's big. It's going to be a massive tour. I don't know what it's for. I think it's, what am I looking at here, 40 dates? I don't know if they're going to add anything to it or not. Wow. Really? The arena? What's funny to me is the names of these arenas. I know. Do you the, see some of them? The one in Louisville, the KFC Yum Center. <laughs> Yum Brands. They own KFC. Wow. Well, how about, well, you could be Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. Oh, no. Really? Because that's where Little Caesars came from with Mike Illich Holy there. cow. Where is, wait a minute. Oh, I, we're going to the Moody Center. Just what I need to be Moody. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're going to the Moody. We're going to the Moody. You're right, Little Caesars. The PPG Paints. Okay, that's a mouthful. Where's that? That is in oh, it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. The UBS Arena. That's in Elmont, North, North New York. Okay. So there you go. That's it's awesome, though, that they're coming down here. So two shows. Two shows. Tampa, Florida. Tampa. and then Sunrise. October. Right? Yes. October. October. Wow. Tickets for all of them. It says tickets and then VIP uh, go on sale Friday. All so, right. I would assume early Friday morning this site is going to crash. It's going to be very expensive. <laughs> well, very I, expensive. I, I was trying to see what it was going to be. So at least that's still a secret. It's how much it's well, going to cost Well, let me click you. on to see if you want to go to Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, <laughs> oh, Washington. Let, let, oh, me, let me just see what this is all about now. Why would you want to go there? <laughs> oh, just the Climate countdown. Climate Pledge. Right. Okay. No pricing. Yeah, all the tickets go on sale uh, Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, I would assume. I'm not, I mean, it used to be, Elton ruined this. Kiss did too at the end of the road tour, which is finally wrapping up, but I'm not threatened by farewell tours anymore. Because it's not necessarily true. No. I I think once Steven Tyler sees 
Rolling Stones come out again in like two years. That's exactly what kept them going. Yeah. You're exactly right. They're going to keep trying to one-up each other. The American Stones will not be undone. <laughs> wow. Well, they are. That's you true. Know, it's how much money they're going to make, too. Exactly. Count. So I got a feeling Steven Tyler is going to be around for a few more years. All right, Jen, go stand in line. Yeah, now for Fridays, you're not kidding. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We hope you join us. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.